On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, the guys talk about a new toy release and the Age of Rebellion update for Battlefront 2, as well as detailing some killer-looking Mando mods for the game. They then dissect the latest issue of Star Wars 2020 to highlight some of the more intriguing additions to Star Wars canon before moving on to a breakdown of The Clone Wars, A Distant Echo. Speaking of TCW, they also set up Episode 3 based on an early clip preview while also speculating if the final season will feature any time jumps. Finally, they lament some of the Tross reveals coming from the novelization before celebrating their 100th episode by highlighting 10 awesome pieces of Star Wars fan art from the community. Cue the music! kind of hurts everybody how's it going it's matt nick and we are back for a brand new and special well i think you all think it's way more special than nick and i do but (laughs) we're gonna call it special because why not we are doing episode 101 i mean if you really i was gonna say nick in 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 reality this is probably what like episode 300 plus yes like I think on the the Entertainment Buddha Podcast Network, we logged like 220. Around, we were around 220 of the Star Wars time episodes, or 200 or so, before we transitioned over. So we're we're well into the 300s here. But I will say that that getting to yeah, it's 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 nice getting to episode 100 on the well, official yeah, because I, I, I feel Wars like at this point in time, people are actually listening to us. So you know, we we've developed a little community over this past 100 episodes. I'd say it really started to to pick up halfway through the run when we made the transition from the EB podcast over to SWTS, but hey, we're here, we've hit 100, we're not dead yet, we haven't been arrested, (laughs) we haven't been sued, and for the most part, people have been tuning in, so I guess we're doing something right, I don't know what the fuck that is, because every week when we finish recording, Nick, I go, why the hell would anyone (laughs) want to listen to that shit? I know, right? It's it's really fucking weird that we have a, like a loyal group of listeners now, but it feels good. I mean, last time we kind of felt like we were talking into the void, and we may have been. We don't know if fucking anybody was listening when we were over on the other uh, network, but it's good to know that we have some listeners, some followers, some fans even on the Star Wars time show proper. So, I mean, it's cool to, to see the, the number 100 pop up and then pass by. Um, well, you know it's what? like I said, I mean, I think people were kind of expecting us to be a real podcast or a real Star Wars show, and we would have <laughs> something planned to celebrate 100. I mean, Cryo Photography dropped an awesome little tribute. Yeah. You know, Greg, Star Wars Black Series 2019, he was getting shit out there. Other people congratulating through DMs and in stories. And I'm sitting here going, yeah, I knew it was coming, but I really wasn't planning on doing anything special. But th- that's how we roll. We are not special. Yeah. We're we special just... in, in, in a, a, you know, another sense of the word, at least. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but we're not that special. We're, we're not going to sit here and do anything crazy. But we did decide to open up the top five segment a bit. So uh, there's your uh, little extra Easter egg for the SW. 
TS100. All right, dude, but before we get there, we've got a few things to run through in Star Wars land. Some of it juicy, some of it for collectors, and some of it just for the assholes like you and me that can't get enough of this galaxy from so far, far away, even though it seems like every week Disney is trying to bury it. Yes. All right, man, so uh, we we like to start with uh, collecting shit if there's new things to talk about, and lo and behold... There is a new figure, uh, at least for you Canadians. Uh, we got a we got a look here. This this comes from our buddies over at the Exclue magazine by way of user uh, what, Michael, Michael. Kasabowski on IG. Good uh, call. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He he snagged these up in the you know good old Markham, Ontario, a favorite destination for many tourists around the world. Uh, but apparently up there, EB Games, which is GameStop down here in the states has already released this uh, another entry in the Gaming Greats line. So Nick and I, we talked about the Gaming Greats, uh, well, shit, probably oh. episodes ago when we were yeah. talking about uh, the Jedi Knight Revan, that heavy battle droid. And now it looks like GameStop has a new entry, and it is the Stormtrooper Commander sneak mm-hmm. attack from, uh, what is this, from Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed, yeah. So this is <laughs> some of those little stormtroopers that you get to pick up with the Force and throw over balconies or make them. My favorite thing to do in Force Unleashed was pick up two stormtroopers at the same time and throw them into each other. Like, there was a lot of fun uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, that, that game is still probably <laughs> one of the best I- examples of how a third-person action Star Wars game should play out. There's no doubt about it. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I know everyone loved Fallen Order, and I'm not shitting on it. It is a fine game. It was a great return to actual uh, narrative-based Star Wars gaming, but because of that stupid fucking combat, I don't know. I, it just felt like Cal was was toting around two tons of steel and didn't quite even know how to use the force to his advantage but whatever yeah and, and force unleashed as nick said i mean you could grab dudes you could bang their heads into each other like i know they're calling this a commander stormtrooper to me he was still just fucking fodder for star killer like yeah. I, the, the only enemies i remember from force unleashed are the bosses in particular that little fuckhead that little green son of a bitch. From the, the trash f- planet? Yeah, like Evan yeah. Zivago or Zhivago yeah. or Dr. Zhivago. <laughs> it was one of those guys, you know? But yeah. uh, So this trooper as a figure, I like it. I mean, I like Nick, I don't have as large of a hard-on for Bucketheads as he does. <laughs> uh, but you can, get, you can never go wrong with a new Black Series Stormtrooper. Oh, yeah. I like the weathering on it. I like the color pattern on it. So you're not just getting another standard issue, all-white trooper. You have some blue markings. You have some good weathering spots on there already. I know guys like Sir Dork and... You know, everything Kylo, they, they tend to, to blow theirs up on their own. But these guys already have scorch marks on them, Jesse and Jared. You don't need to blow them up. They already look like they're burned. So just keep that in mind. But yeah, oh, I mean, come on, Nick, you know better than that. I mean, there, yes, there are some pre-painted on uh, weathering marks here, but nothing looks quite as good as a Sir Dork gasoline-melted... <laughs> action figure right i love it man i love it i always do love seeing just his his favorite figure is that white boba fett prototype that he literally caught on fire the first time he took a picture of him (laughs) 
and, and the whole backpacks melted off and drippy looking. But I mean, he loves it. It's, it. It adds character. It does. It does. I mean, that's that's what makes his shots so unique and authentic is that you can see the actual burn marks and the real melting points and all this different shit about it. But um, yeah, I mean, this is a fine, you know, a fine addition. Yeah, so in, in terms so. of you collectors like me, and you're sitting here going, well, how the fuck can I get one without going on eBay and, and, and taking one up the old wazoo? And I don't know. No one really knows yet. I mean, it should be... I always have my, my ear to the street for this type of shit. I'm always following Exclu Magazine, our partners over there. I mean, th- th- that this is kind of their arena. Uh, but I haven't seen any word in terms of a, a U.S. release yet. I mean, nothing on GameStop's site. So, you know, keep it tuned to Exclu Magazine, Star Wars Time Show. We'll, we'll, we'll get you covered. Yes. At least we'll let you know after we secure our pre-orders to ensure we get them before you. And then I'll let you know you can <laughs> buy them, right? That, that's a little trick of mine. Don't Wonderful. share pre-order openings or hot figure windows with your friends until you've secured your until own. You got, yeah, until you got your own. <laughs> I'm glad that, that Matt dropped me that link to the, uh, to the lightsaber that I pre-ordered a couple weeks ago. Oh, but, but that was well after I made sure yeah, all you, my <laughs> figures were in the cart, paid for, and ready to go. I was, yeah. I was not going to sit there and send you the link first. Yes, exactly. So. No fucking way. <laughs> Remember, I'm the bad guy here. So, so uh, That's it for too. toys. I mean, uh, clearly, was it two weeks ago, whatever, episode 99, I think we were talking Toy Fair. So yeah. uh, the, the industry kind of blew its load collectively there on new toys. So it was nice to get kind of a little... Uh, leak fan pickup type of deal so moving on though there's still some fandom stuff to talk about Uh, those of you that uh, still dabble in star wars battlefront 2 or those that you know like to to hear about it to see if there's anything worth coming back for Uh, but last week the right after we recorded 99 clone force 99 clone force 99. 99 Uh, we got this, uh, the Age of Rebellion update went live, Nick, and it, it added, uh, among other things, but we got a bunch of visual changes for some of the Age of Rebellion units. Yep. Uh, we got, what, a, a new co-op location, seven yes. total. Seven um, total. Two, four new uh, capital ships for co-op. Um, and that's not just in the Age of Rebellion, too. They're reaching into the Age of Resistance. They're bringing in capital ships. They're uh, going back to the Age of... Oh man, what was the age of the Republic bringing there capital ships? <laughs> um, yeah, because so yeah, I, um, I I fired it up on your advice after the co-op went live. It was at late 2019. Yeah, and it, it is fun to dick around, it, 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 but I felt like there was no variety. You know, I mean, yeah. you had to play in the Age of Resistance era. You you only could be these units or that units or this map or that map. But it sounds like updates like this are adding to those choices. Yes, exactly. Is that that a fair statement? Because it's not like I I fucking turn this thing on. I think it is a fair statement. I mean, I guess what they did was they wanted to test the viability of co-op in general, you know, of a single player experience. Because the game, I mean, even going back to Battlefront 1 has been a, a... forced pvp experience since it's been re-released by ea so they didn't know how it, it was going to go for co-op but apparently it's very popular it must have a fairly strong base because i feel like this game is 20 years old at this point yeah i know right right then it seemed like at least five see. years old and i know it's not i, I think mean, it might be three. two or three right yeah i think three is is 
probably where we are here. But the fact that they're still kind of churning yeah. out updates like this, uh, the modding community still pretty heavily involved in the game. There must be a fairly large group of players that, that are addicted to this stuff. I would imagine so. I mean, the good thing that they really did with this game was say, hey, all the content's free. You buy the game, you get all the content. There's no expansions. You don't have to pay $50 to get you know, an Age of Resistance upgrade so you can play those maps and you don't have to pay extra for age of republic maps and they Everything they unfucked their their loot crate system too right they did that as well yeah so the game released november 2017 so we are at like the two plus year mark here which is typically when you see content stop coming out for that, that's like why this. that's kind of why i'm going down this path i i mean i, I feel like the changes they made while you know, way too late to, to keep people like you and me around. But it seems like those that slog through the shit have been rewarded. And it sounds like, I would imagine, it's, they almost had the game they, they've always wanted at this point, and they just keep playing. So EA and DICE keep supporting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I'm really glad that they finally figured out the, the Battlefront formula. I really hope that if there is a Battlefront three, I mean, I'm crossing my fingers and I'm just like, please, no more Battlefronts. Well, like, why should it? Why? Two. Why was it that hard though, dude? And they still <sighs> haven't figured it out. Let's be real. I mean, if you and I were running this fucking show, we would say, "Hey, you guys remember that game called Star Wars Battlefront? Yeah, yeah fucking make that." Yeah, like actually make that game. Don't just make bat like uh, Battlefield with Star Wars. Yeah, skins, like but. you know the game that this game's literally named after. Let's just literally clone it, pun intended, and just make better graphics and, and gameplay engines. Yeah, I don't like, know. Wh- man. I mean, wh- really, dude, how hard w- would this pitch have really been? I mean, we could have walked in fucking dick and shit. And they're like, hey, we don't know how to do a goddamn thing in game design. We don't know shit. But I can tell you a game that will sell and people keep coming back and playing is a, is a game called Star Wars Battlefront. And look, you literally have two games that you can just fucking remaster and, and say it's new, put some polish on it, and here we go. Yeah, no, they they would get cute with fucking loot boxes and this dumb shit, and you can't be the the special characters. You can't fucking fly ships. You can't take ships off into space and land on a a, a bigger ship. It just See, it seems like they took fifty five steps backwards with the new new stuff, and they're finally starting to take a few steps forward. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, that's the key word. Those a few because yeah. I, I still this game. I mean, we've talked about this, dude. Those those originals on on the OG Xbox, I would play those for hours on end by myself doing the same shit over and over. Now, yes, I was probably much more brain dead back then. <laughs> I, I still was in my 20s, not pushing 40. I didn't really have much going on. You know, probably could still jerk off a few times a day. It was, it was the, good, the, the good old times. But th- this new Battlefront has never just grabbed me in a way outside of the campaign, just because I like some of the story. Yeah. To where I felt like, you know what? I need to fucking play that today. Yeah. I mean, to me, what really made, I mean, what, what really made those original Battlefront games was you were primarily playing by yourself. Like now this is forced. They forced you to be online. Like I said, from the first two, from the, from, most of the life cycle of the first two games that were re-released by EA, they forced you to play online. And that's that wasn't 
what drew people into those games. Like it was a couch co-op or a single player experience that, that really you got to enjoy the way that you wanted to. And now like for you and for me, like we don't really play PVP games all that, that much anymore. Like we're really fucking bad at them for the most part. So when we go on and we want to play, you like, we want to get in the game. I want to play as Kylo Ren. Well, you're going to have to wait 35 minutes into the game before you can get Kylo Ren. Cause you suck and you don't get points cause you don't kill people. But here you go. Just keep playing and dying over and over again because this is the only mode that we, we built for it. So, I mean, it was, it was definitely a miss on their part in general, but I really do feel like they're starting to move in the right direction. And I really hope that now there will be a, a greater focus moving forward if there is a Battlefront 3 on story content from release, which was really good for Battlefront 2, on either online co-op or single player content from the beginning and building that out, like not just having, like Matt mentioned, three maps and that's it. You only got three maps, play those over and over again, and then you fucking bang your head against the wall. Um, I, yeah, you know. The other thing, dude, with the co-op stuff or even just playing by yourself, I, I still don't understand why you can't play any mode on any map with any factions. It's like, why are we limiting it to you can only do this mode with these people on this map? Yeah, I really do kind of wish that they just... Like, why, why can't we just play the, the mega war, you know, the, the, the yeah. massive war by ourselves? Because yeah. that, that was Battlefront. Yeah, that's what it was. It was exactly that. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's very weird. Oh, well, you know, while uh, EA and, and DICE keep fucking sticking their heads up their collective asses with this game, the fan community, the modding community in particular, is cranking out some gems. <laughs> uh, I... I uh, I think it was a week or two ago I, I shared shit. Sometimes I just share stuff right through Hootsuite, right to IG, Twitter, and Facebook. Sometimes we actually post stuff. You know, you know we're, we're a bunch of lazy assholes. You know what I mean? Uh, but this one I, I had to post. And last week, this Cinematic Captures YouTube channel, who's usually who I go to for a lot of this uh, video game type of imagery stuff, uh, but they put out a, kind of a sizzle reel of some of the Mandalorian mods that the community has made for Battlefront 2. And they are fucking fantastic. Like, they, yeah, it, it's the fact that this shit's still going on. That's where I'm like, man, there there must be a pretty hardcore fan community around this game still. If people are putting this type of effort into these mods, man, because they, they, you've got Mando, full Beskar Mando, IG-11, Remnant Stormtrooper, baby fucking Yoda. <laughs> I mean, it's come on. Yeah, there, there's, this is what really makes a game last throughout, like, past its lifetime. Like, past its, you know, its publisher slash developer lifetime is the modding community and the people who play it and, and really create content for it outside of just what the actual game developers do. And to see shit like this, it, you're 100% right. Like the community is now invested in this game. The community is creating content for this game. And the best thing that EA could do right now is to encourage that, is to say like, hey guys, you know, we see that you're making this stuff. We're not going to stop you from doing it because sometimes game developers will see this shit and then they'll block the mods from being able to be used on the game. So just let it happen. Let Cock all suckers. Oh, this they're, is they're the terrible. one thing that bums me out about being a console gamer is this type of shit. I mean, 
you would think with what we're hearing with the next Xbox and PS5 that there's going to be enough power these days. It's just they don't let the people... Yeah, they lock it down. Right. You, you can't get like a root kit or, or a dev kit Xbox to fucking figure this shit out. That, that's yeah. the difference. On PC... But you know, they, they yeah. should figure out a way, and I think they tried with Fallout, to where console players should be able to still download this shit from a central server. Yeah. That I mean, wherever the modders are putting this, this this Nexus mod site. It would be basically what you would have to do with a with a console version is as long as the mods are okay, like you would still probably have to go through mod review from the developers, but you would submit your mods to the developer and then the developer would yeah. have like a like an in game shop or free download. Well didn't, part. didn't Valve used to do that with one of their games to where you could uh, make oh, shit and potentially have people buy it? Yeah, yeah. Valve does that for a lot of their particularly owned games or their personally owned games. Like Team Fortress 2, you could literally make whatever you wanted. Like you could make new weapon skins. You could make hats for the for the fucking players. You could make a whole bunch of shit for that. Same with Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike used to be very mod friendly as well. You could put in fucking like you could make entirely new game modes in in Counter-Strike and Valve just let you do it. They would let you set up your own server for it, and they'd be like, all right, go ahead, run it. And they didn't care. <sighs> Good old days. And now, yeah. you know, people get all upset that there's an Epic Game Store, and they want to kill people, and Steam, and fuck that, a boycott. Yeah. What it's, the fuck? It's, the fuck, fuck is wrong with people anymore, dude? Yeah. You know, bring know, on man. the plague. Bring <laughs> on the new plague. All yes. right, so it, that that's kind of the battlefront talk. I, maybe I'll fire it up and see what kind of new flavors we have in some of the co-op modes, thanks to that Age of Rebellion update. But nice. I will not be able to get little baby Yoda into my version of the game, and that makes me sad. <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on here, sticking with some of the fandom stuff. Uh, Nick and I have developed quite large boners for the Star Wars comics over the... Um, really, the, the the 2020 season, a lot of the main runs rebooted, and we were like, you know what? It's a it's a great time to kind of jump in feet first here, head first, whatever you want to say, and get on some of these runs. So uh, we both pledged to doing the main Star Wars run, although Nick has already failed in his pledge, <laughs> but not not to be. Uh, unexpected, really. <laughs> I'm still relying on this guy to read me like my daddy the High Republic novels once they start yeah, rolling. I, up. I'm focusing. That, that's a on fucking that. fat chance, right, Nick? <laughs> yeah, no I mean, chance. he can't even get through a comic in a week. There's no way he's reading the novel, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I still so, got three novels to finish, so yeah, I'm, I'm way behind the eight ball. <laughs> well, we're, we'll be talking about, but at this point, I feel like we have to get the Tross novel now because it's essentially yes. the real movie. So Yes, um, yes. But we'll, we'll get there. It's, it's a tease for you, my friends, a tease. Uh, but anyways, back to the comic book universe and Star Wars. So uh, the main Star Wars run, number three, dropped last week. And again, this is continuing the adventures of the good guys and the bad guys a little bit post the events of ESB. For those of you, those of you keeping score, that is Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Um, so anyways, I, I'm not really going to go ahead and read you the comic. I, I, my main uh, thrust here, charge for the comic books, is to find interesting new additions to the canon because all these are canon-based narratives. And in this issue, we got what I consider to be a, it's a pretty interesting uh, canon nugget for one of the most iconic K-9 
characters in all of Star Wars, and that is Princess Leia. So, we're um, really, again, the story is picking up right after the shit what goes down in ESB. So, yeah. you know, Leia and Lando, they're working together, but they have no trust. Chewie still kind of hates Lando. Luke's kind of in la-la land because of the shit that happened with his dad. Uh, but they all eventually agree that you, they're like, hey, we got to go to Bespin. Everyone has a mission there. Luke thinks he can find a saber. Lando, as we find out, is there to try and free Lobot, which was another nice little addition to canon. And Leia, as we find out, has probably one of the more interesting missions. I don't know how crucial it is to the overall uh, plot uh, arc of the original trilogy. But Nick, the, the whole reason she wanted to go back to Bespin, as we find out in number three, and spoilers, by the way, is that she wanted to learn how the uh, carbon freeze yeah the devices. carbon freezing process takes place and how she can thaw someone out and yeah. it makes perfect sense it's like okay well she knows her 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 man meat is in there she's got to <laughs> figure out a way to get him out without killing him so she literally goes back to the scene of the crime i love you i know Pfft, ah! you know oh it's over right he's he's frozen and what happens? She gets her ass frozen. <laughs> she gets caught. Troopers actually hit her with a stun blast. Now, I'll, I'll clarify that she, they they were literally standing right behind her. Yeah, it wasn't okay. a lot so of you like you couldn't know. fucking miss that one. But that's yeah. twice now. Leia's been hit by by stun blast from troopers, so she's got to work on her zigzags. Yeah, they come pretty slow, Leia. You can move. But out but the as way. as Nick said, the the, the crazy part here. As, as, as we're learning here, it, through the stormtroopers talking, I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to do this, right? They're going to fucking do this. And, you know, as we kind of learned in The Mandalorian that using the, the carbonite chambers to transport uh, bounties became kind of a common practice, well, apparently Vader's practice became Empire standard operating procedures <laughs> when you catch bad guys or rebels because they're like, yeah, fuck it. Let's freeze her up and send her to the nearest ISB station. So... Princess Leia got her ass frozen in carbonite, just like Han, going to figure out how to save Han. So I, I, I enjoyed that. It's such a good little nugget. I mean, there are a lot of people. I mean, first off, I will say that I've stopped reading all comments on Star Wars posts outside of our Instagram feed because it doesn't matter what happens in Star Wars canon now. Everybody hates it. it, it it's this. It doesn't matter if it's. Right, you know, it's got the, it's got the Disney Tross. taint at this point. It's like the, yeah. the Disney goose on it, they're out. Yeah, but but shit like this is really cool because I there's it. so much it. that happens between ESB and Return of the Jedi that we know that there had to be something that came that happened to these characters. They they weren't just chilling at you know with the fucking Rebel fleet the whole time waiting to then show up on Tatooine and rescue Han. Like we knew shit had to be going down. And it makes complete sense that Leia needed to figure out how to unfreeze Han because she just walks up to that motherfucker in Jabba's palace, hits like eight buttons on the side of it, and then bam, he's thawed out. And I'm yeah. pretty sure she's not an expert in carbon freeze ahead of that. Like, That's right, yeah. I mean, did, did she like interrogate an Ugnot or something? I mean, but now we know why. I mean, hell, now we know why she know, knows even about the side effects of being frozen. Yeah. Because she was frozen too. Hibernation <laughs> sickness. She knows about it. I mean, it, it all connects now. And people who 
say this is stupid or it, it's dumb. Like, just fucking stop being. I, I don't know, like who who gets bent over this type of shit. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, it's it's the little wrinkles like this that I love even more than the big stuff. You know, when they're saying that ooh. Maybe Palpatine's Anakin's dad. I'm like, no, we don't. Now that we know that's not even real, great. But we don't want that type of shit to play out in the comics. I yeah. think. I mean, I want to see we're, how we're getting some of it with 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 the new movies, just because we've learned now they're those fucking bozos with the new trilogy. They, they had no plan for any sort of cohesiveness. Yeah. Uh, but, but the old stuff is like, don't don't give us yeah. those major fucking reveals in comics. But these I, things, I, great. Yeah. I want to find out how Luke Skywalker got the green crystal for his saber. I want to find yes. out, you know, where he got the, you know, how he built it. Where did he go? How did he, you know, did he commune? Did he have a conversation with Yoda before building the saber? Like all of these little things, all these little connective tissue pieces. How did Lando get inside of Jabba's palace in, in, uh, you oh, know, yeah, you even get some of that and, and, and you see that he is, he is a scoundrel. I mean, he's already, he's trying to sell out the rebels just to save himself again. Oh yeah. This, so it's just a, little moments like this. These comics are just killing. They, they just nail it. And it does just flesh out the world so much more than what the movies could give us due to how, you know, stories and movies have to be told. You can't, you can't go into all these little nuanced details of, yeah. you know, how why Leia still fucking hates Lando or Chewie still hates Lando. I mean, how about Luke? Luke is like vintage sad Luke. Yeah. <laughs> like people that still have an issue with him being on the island and being all mopey and sad. It's like, what the fuck movie were you watching? Yeah, he really he... is a sad sack. Even in the films. I, I know this. We're talking about comics. But it, like once he finds out about Vader, the poor guy, the poor kid is just so bummed out. He's like, uh, all right, whatever. Lando, he's kind of a good guy. Fuck it. I don't care. You know, <laughs> that, that's kind of how he is in this book to me. Um, but I really enjoyed the story. I mean, obviously a huge cliffhanger because it ends right on uh, Leia getting frozen. I just I just found that to be a very interesting addition to uh, the age of rebellion, rebellion. lore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and look, people, if you're, if you were like us before the the new year turned in 2020, and you're like, ah, oh, fucking comic books, we we can't read that. They're 3.99 once per month, right? And you're and not too far back. You're only three back on the Star Wars 2020. Yeah. You're only one back on the Vader, and you're three back on the Rise of Kylo, which is about to end anyways. Yeah, I mean, uh, next month. So they take. 15 minutes to read yeah, yeah, if that if that. If that yeah like so you know f- for this type of content for you know lore nuggets for expanded details around you know the characters that we love from every part of the universe not just the age of resistance or republic or rebellion like 3.99 a month and you can afford that. Even if you work at McDonald's, you can afford three ninety nine a month. Yeah, there, there's no run. better way to, to spend $4 and just kind of escape from the world and wondering when you're going to get the fucking COVID-19 sickness. Yeah. You know, when, when someone's going to die, when American politics are going to implode. You, you know, you take 15 minutes, look at some cool pictures, some awesome action, and learn some new little nuggets about your buddies from the age of rebellion yes so 
get on this stuff. I will read this today. Yeah, as, probably as, as, as Nick literally <laughs> hasn't even read it yet. He's telling you guys to get on it. So that, yeah, that tells guys, you the type of Jedi he is. You have to take up my failures. I've failed <laughs> here in reading this. I've read one and two and I knew about like I knew three was out. But I've just been so busy with applying to See, jobs. I, I don't know. It must be shit. comicsology then, because I literally I just say subscribe. I can't do that on boom, Marvel and Comics. literally it charges my card and downloads it right to my fucking app. As soon unless as it's I'm available. In, like, unless I'm just an idiot, like I can't. It won't let me subscribe to a thread like a series because right. there is a series page for all of them for. You know, Star Wars 2020 for Rise of Kylo for I just, all of I've them. used Comixology for years. I think they were eventually bought out by Amazon, so it's even easier now because then it just links into all my Amazon oh, deaths. It's like, beautiful. all right, well, <laughs> you know, you have an Amazon account. It's not even real money. You just fucking buy shit. It shows up the next day, and you're like, sweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you, you didn't actually buy that. That's no, just I, a I hit a fucking yellow Amazon. button, and it showed up. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. But, yeah, get on this shit. I mean, it's, it's really worth it. All the stories so far have been really really good and if you are interested in this project luminous slash high republic era it's all going to be done and written content for the foreseeable future well, yeah you're gonna at least two of the narratives will be in comic format yeah so so get on it start reading the comics now so you can be ready when all this new shit comes out new shit that we know nothing about zero no characters that are that are having stories told about them in the initial high republic era release we, we know nothing about there's got to be some yoda mentions at least there may though, be right? maybe he's like you see him in the bathroom one time when they're like round in a corner and they're like oh master yoda's taking a crap something and he's <laughs> just that he's just there's that young green warrior yeah the young the 700 years young <laughs> green We're talking about green Jedi Valens. but oh man yeah i mean this stuff is good 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 content yeah, it, it's it. so good i'm sitting here i just reminded myself because i'm stupid i'm like hey you literally have no comics to read this week because i i tried I, I wanted to catch up on the vader so i had a fairly good stockpile to get through but it's over now so i might might go back and start catching up on some of the uh star wars proper you never know yeah there, there's always so much shit that i want to get into late at night it, it's either galaxy heroes editing some toy picks reading comics, <laughs> pretending to watch TV shows that I'm not watching as I'm doing all this other shit I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I do that you know as I well. I mean, do you have the ability to just sit down and watch something anymore and not do anything else? It's so, it's sparing. Sometimes right? I it's can't. It's almost it impossible. I will say that that McMillions fucking documentary on HBO, Fuck I watched that, sh- dude, it's so good. Because <laughs> I, th- I threw it on this Friday, but you know what happens on Friday nights. Oh yeah, you yeah. you were already. Yeah. Five I, I still sheets wonder. Yeah, wind. I still wonder how we even recorded shows on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like a, a big fucking drunk, but Friday it's happy hour. I'll go out and have four or five beers, and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I came home this week, hung out with the kid because she's getting older, stays up late, probably had a little dance party, and I come down here and I was like, oh, I'll throw on the McMillions, threw it on. I, I think within five minutes I was uh, sleeping, sitting. Up. <laughs> It's good. It's a really good doc. And the fucking, the main FBI agent in that, I can't believe he's not an actor. The dude is hilarious. But anyway, we are still on Star Wars time. We're still That's talking right. about That's Star right. Wars Star material. Wars time show. You, you got me on like HBO. I was just sitting there like, man, The Outsider is so fucking good. I haven't started that yet. I started so watching 
John Wick three because that just came into HBO this. Oh month yeah, I mean, I come on, dude. It, that so. you should have watched that in theaters. You might I as well know. go cut your dick off right now. I know that it, it's such a good movie. I'm like, wow, man, this shit's. Crazy. I, I I mean, Keanu Reeves is one of my all time fucking movie heroes. I love that oh, guy. Yeah. I just I just ordered the. You know that game Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven or twenty seventy seven? Yeah, yeah. He's well, in he it, has right? a character in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they already have a fucking toy of him. So I bought it. <laughs> I bought nice. it. The game's not coming out until the fall. And I, I was like, I got to get this because he's got a guitar, a robot arm, uh the the long Keanu Jesus hair, the Keanu Jesus stubble, and shades. I mean it looks dude. fantastic. I mean, the way Keanu has such a weird career arc, dude, because he, he went from like nothing to the Matrix. And then for the Matrix, he was able to ride that for almost 10 years. Back yeah, down I mean, he to did, like, you know, Bill and Ted. I, dude, I remember him in fucking Babes in Toyland. I don't remember that. I do He's in like a Babes in Toyland remake. That might have been his first fucking movie. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. But yeah, Bill Point and Ted break, was like. I mean, shit. There's a lot speed, of good stuff. Speed and speed. speed. He was, yeah. I mean, dude, he's been around. He really has kind of been just a, a stable headliner forever yeah i mean because he's not like whacked out on drugs or, or raping oh, yeah. women. he's like a normal person but like after the matrix he really kind of i don't know if he like like decided himself like i'm just gonna take a break but like after the matrix three yeah i really think the la- we do a scanner darkly i remember he did yeah that he did and- like the lake house like that weird love story and then it was really fucking John Wick. He came. No, you're back. right. It, it wasn't until Wick where he came back and he was just like Neo again. You know, yeah, and now he's gonna ass. be fucking Neo again because they're filming the Matrix. I love 4. it. I love it. It makes no sense how that's even possible. Oh yeah, I it, know. it probably won't be that good, but I, I fucking love it. I mean, the Matrix to me was uh, the first one was was a religion. It is another one we could sit there and be like, oh, when it was all said and done, the the, the trilogy ultimately failed us all, but. I love what those fuckers set up and that is such a cool concept, but yeah. ultimately I mean, kind of got a little one, wonky. One of my friends that I work with, he actually wrote his dissertation on the matrix. Like, he, <laughs> he, like that was his fucking, you know, his, his graduation. This is what I'm focusing on the matrix. So like, we've been talking about it for the, lo- the longest time since it was announced. And he's like, I'm not going to believe it until they actually start filming and I started sending him the set pics that were leaking. He's like, he almost started crying. He was oh, like, "Oh yeah, I mean, they're they're at least spending money and and shooting up city streets and dressing up cities and whatnot." So oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, who hey. knows? Maybe we'll have a Star Wars time special edition where we talk about Matrix Four when it comes out in twenty twenty two or yeah. We we have floated the idea of bringing another pop culture. I don't think people would mind, but uh, I mean, while we're on the the subject here, though, Keanu, in my opinion would play a Jedi, not a Sith. A lot of people want to oh, cast yeah. him as like no. Darth Revan and shit, no, but no, he's no, just no. like he's just like so fucking chill Zen. Yeah. He would have to be a Jedi. He he would be even more fucking chill and organic than Qui-Gon. Like he would have been Qui-Gon's uh, true like spirit mentor. You yeah. Know? Like <laughs> Dude, that would be actually if they're gonna go back and recast the original tri- or the uh prequel trilogy, that's the like he's the perfect person for Oh my Qui-Gon. god, dude, don't give me a hard on. Like, <laughs> don't even say that that would ever happen. I know. But I mean you're right. How, I don't how think... many decades do you think would have to pass before someone would have the balls um, to remake the original trilogy? Oh, George would have to be dead and cold. 
like for for debt like probably his his uh, heirs too i would i don't know man i don't know about his heirs i think that once george like you know when george passes that's when conversations will start at disney like all right how much can we touch of his stuff like because even jj was like hey can we get a non-special edition original trilogy shot down like yeah. i think it, it's gonna take him to be out of this it's world almost, and one they're almost the like the, the bible you know, yeah or the quran or, or like a, a religious book where you, you can't fuck with it no it's it's untouchable now the prequels hey, hey go for it you yeah the, the, the prequels are like that terrible version of the bible yeah. that got you, set on fire and you can probably you still get about. fucking hayden christensen the play homeboy too he could. I mean, Caton doesn't like. He doesn't really look that much older. No, he like, aged all right. I mean, his yeah. fucking career tanked, but he's still a decent-looking young man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, young I, man, he's probably fucking older than me, but whatever. <laughs> I would definitely be interested in a re reimagining of the prequels. And I know that there's people out there listening now who are prequel fans. Papa, I know. Oh, Papa's there's been a, some great <laughs> comments on some of the YouTube shit where it's like. <laughs> These fuckers defend episode seven, then shit all over the prequels. What the fuck? I mean, bro. <laughs> like, oh, he replies yeah, like, hey, man, it's called opinions. Two? Don't worry about it. It's all <laughs> yeah. right. Have it's you seen okay. episode two? Episode yeah. two was pretty fucking bad, yo. It's rough, but I, <laughs> I feel mean, like watching it for some <laughs> reason just because of how silly it is. Dude, that's the only time you get to see Watt Tambor in a movie, and he's yeah. like the new fucking killer in, what you call it, Swago. He He... He wishes he could wish it all away by wishing. <laughs> and he wants oh, to love to love. Look, we love, love the, we love the prequels. Over I love here. you. Yeah, we do. Uh, we like the prequels when they're in animated form. Yeah. And uh, that kind of takes us to our Clone Wars segment of the show. Right? You know, uh, we Clone Wars is up and rocking again. We got episode two this past week. It was called A Distant Echo, so S7E2. And Nick, I know last week we were kind of speculating on would this be a kind of chronologically told season, and I, I think it might be. Yeah, I know. Because uh, uh, we're going to talk about a clip from episode three coming up, but it, it doesn't seem that they're going to do any sorts of uh, time jumps or cuts, but y- you never know. There, there's still, after episode three, there'll be, what, eight episodes to go, yep. something like that. Yeah, around that. Nine, ten. How many is there? Twelve total? Who the fuck I knows, think it's right? twelve, but... I could be wrong. Either way, math's not our specialty. <laughs> it's like nine plus three. All right, it's at least 20. So, a distant echo. It literally continued right from where the first episode kicked off. So, they're, they're, they're going after Echo on this planet, Skako Minor, right? Uh, we got some decent Easter Easter eggs in this one. I mean, to start out, okay, the obvious shit, a lot of ATEs and ARC-170s, but... How about this? And I, I'm coining this term, hopefully. But we got a four-legged gonk, which I'm calling <laughs> the quonk. The quonk droid, yes. I right? agree. I think that's a it's fucking a, It's a quad-legged name. gonk, a.k.a. the quonk. Yeah. I think we put that out there as much as we can and make right, that good. happen. Quonk. Because I, I still believe we coined Rampo, too. We never got fucking proper I know, right? I really do feel like that was us. Speaking that of shit that sounds like Quonk, have you ever played a game called Quop? Yeah. <laughs> it's yes, like the I fucking played. hardest game of all time. 
Yeah, where you're essentially trying to run a race with somebody and you control all of their limbs. <laughs> yeah, with the keyboards. <laughs> like you basically control their whole skeleton. Yeah, it's impossible. Like oh, I've look, never it's still out there. You could like if you search QWOP, <laughs> Q W O P, it's still out there to play. And you move the thighs with Q W and the calves with O P. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. Go Quop go! Go! Um, qu- oh! They just like derps over. Like, I know. He, like I've seen so many funny like videos of people like they could like they make them flip. They make them just oh, like yeah. oh yeah. I just traveled. A uh, uh, participant showing real courage. You ran negative point one meters. So <laughs> my little quap guy ran backwards. Nice. Uh, but yeah, quap quonk, all the same shit. There's also a a quap spinoff where I think you have to climb a a cliff face, but the same sort of uh, uh, retard physics are built into that. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So moving on with our Easter eggs here, Anakin, go ahead. I mean, he he secrets himself away <laughs> using Rex. So I thought that was interesting. I mean, yeah. at this point, we now know that Obi-Wan, Anakin, Padme, the droids, and Rex know about Anakin and Padme. Yeah, that's uh, not much of a secret, honestly. <laughs> although I don't know if you watched kind of the little behind the scenes they're releasing, but th- they explained that yes, of course Obi Wan knows, but he doesn't know the, that they're married. Like yeah, the, the, the level extent. they've taken this this little uh, crush on each other. Yeah, and I will uh, say that this the scene that we're about to talk about, you know, when when Anakin's in Rex's bunker or bunk. And he's talking to to Padme as Rex kind of guards the outside of the, uh, you know, the the door so nobody comes in and sees what's happening. That was the the part in the trailer that everybody thought like, oh my god, you can tell she's like, this is where like he already knows she's pregnant. They're gonna be have a conversation about the pregnancy, and they didn't like. Can you maybe see like a baby bump she holds, a little bit? She definitely cradles her stomach like a female that knows she's pregnant. Would. Yeah, I mean, there's but, a very distinct move, but it's not so distinct that Anakin would go, "Oh my God, bitch, what's in your fucking gut?" You know? Yeah, like, like what he did you do. He is still in the dark about the pregnancy at this point. So just a, I want. But yeah, to call I mean that, that was that was egg number four. She's literally wearing her <laughs> her murder outfit. Like the outfit he he attempts to murder her in is what she's wearing. So. Yeah, I know that's that's not never a it's good like look. It's like Filoni, you motherfucking sicko! Like it, what, what a fucking disturbed individual to dude, do that. He's got like he's <laughs> got so many layers. I love it. I mean, I Star love Wars. the reference in the egg, but it's that's dark shit. It is. It's crazy. Uh, um, of course, she uses Annie. Yeah, one of the only characters to call him that outside of Jar Jar, right? Did Obi Wan never call him fucking Annie? No, 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 he did not do that. Did Qui Gon? No, I he think C three PO may have. Yeah, I know the droids do, and I think Qui Gon. No, he yells Anakin, right? Yeah, Anakin, get out. Yeah, Anakin, drop. That's what yeah. He there you yells. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was, it was definitely a reference. I threw it in there. Yeah. Then we get an actual gonk droid. And even better, my man Wrecker is using it to <laughs> shoulder press. I fucking love that guy. I love man. Wrecker. I love dude. Him. He's such a fucking meathead. I was just watching that whole episode, and I'm like, God, he's just you're like your your typical like gym rat meathead and he hate he's like afraid of heights which i, oh, love, I love too. <laughs> yeah like when he kills some of those droids and he's always holding their heads and like waving it in front of his friends like Ooh. yeah yeah he really is just i mean all of the bad batch clone force 99 are already instant classic named clones yeah. already to me they're already up there with the the rexes the wolves 
the Cody's, the Echo's, the Heavies, the Fives. It's just they have the most personality out of any clone trooper. Of course, because they're seen. all little derpy. Yeah, they're like, a little they're fucked in the few, head. A few screws loose here or there. <laughs> oh, uh, we got the Watt Tambor cameo. You know, he's this big mm-hmm. evil person, I suppose. Tech- techno Union. He is the head yeah. of the Techno Union. Yeah. We got the what I'm calling the Separatist Magic Mirror Communicator, right? Yeah. Like, it even makes a sound like it's a magic mirror when they turn it on. And they, they did it in the Clone Wars, but it goes like, mm-hmm. Yeah. We go, we're here to talk. The Tri Battle Droids, and they sounded just like B1. So I don't know. I threw it on there. It's probably a cheat, but fuck it. I mean, it is, you know, you don't get to see those that often, the Tri Battle Droids. They sounded they just like, sound like a, a B1 Roger Roger. So there we mm-hmm. go. They're, they're, they're related somehow. And then, last but not least, a very clear one here, and it was kind of a disturbing-looking one, another yeah. one, but uh, the return of Echo, who is now essentially Captain Picard after he was turned into a Borg. Yeah, I mean, so at the end of episode one, did you think that Echo was alive, or did you think that they were just, like, manipulating his brain somehow? Like, what was your nah, personal you could thought? Like, at first, you could tell until he fully came out of that stasis chamber and was fully unhooked from all those tubes. Like, whatever they were using him for was still going on because his eyes were twitching real hardcore. Yep. And he, he definitely looked out of it. But he very clearly goes... You could tell that he realizes Rex is there. Yep. He doesn't remember how he got there, but he knows Rex, remembers the Citadel... But yeah, I mean, at first it looked a little suspect, but you know, we'll, we'll be talking about the clip for episode three coming up. It's pretty clear that Echo isn't just fully a a cyborg uh, drone at this point for the techno. Unit. Yeah, I'm really interested to see where this whole storyline with him goes because, like, to me, this opens up the very real possibility that Echo you know, has some sort of separatist programming in him now. Like, oh, yeah, so, yeah. You know, and that he could, you know, could be a sleeper agent. He could turn on him. Yeah, I, I don't Anything. think Echo's threat is going to end any better than we thought when we initially questioned if he blew up for sure at the Citadel. Yeah, so like, it's... Like you said, I, I think there's going to be some some dark times for good old Echo and, and his buddy Rex. And oh, yeah. kind of coming to that understanding that, you know, Rex may have to be the one to take him out. Oof, that would be, yeah. that, that You heard that it here first, people. Thing. Yeah, that would be a first. heart-wrenching end to that, to that relationship because they are, they're like brothers. I mean, all of the clones, you know, consider themselves, you know, brothers in arms and brothers in a sense of they were all kind of grown from the same facility but but echo and rex particularly were very very close so um wow what a call that's interesting Uh, yeah so i mean overall another great episode i mean just continues right up i love the pace we've been getting in these episodes mm -hmm. there's really no bullshit i mean uh top moment i did like the padme call it was just it was a nice touch and if you went and kind of followed up on some of the behind the scenes dave actually put that scene in because he realized there's pretty much no other Padme throughout this final season. Yeah. So he needed to get a little bit of right. So, and that was actually after the fact, because again, although I believe I brought this up to you and possibly on the show, but I think it was 2014 at celebration. 
they released rough cut versions of all these episodes. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that last, I think it was the last episode when we were talking about the first, you know, the initial episode. of the Right, season. and so uh, certain scenes are the same. Some have been changed. Some are completely new. And, and the Padme one was brand new. And that's because Filoni was like, yo, we can't. She's a little bit too big of a voice and character to have missing from the true final season. So that's probably all you're really going to get from Padme. You You would think... After episode three, they might start transitioning towards the Ahsoka stuff, but who knows? Yeah, it's got to start coming soon, I would imagine. But uh, other good moments, I love the like the the droid massacre. Yeah, after Watt sent all them, he's like, "All right, you know, you're not going to get in." And then just, I love watching Clone Force ninety nine and Anakin and Rex just do their thing. I mean, they yeah. really are trained from birth killers. My my favorite part of the episode was they're coming up the elevator and they're all talking and, and Anakin's like, this is a stealth mission. Like, we're, we're going in quiet. We don't want to draw any attention to ourselves. And the that door opens and the clones and the droids see him and then it's just all hell breaks loose. Like, Wrecker oh, yeah. runs out and just starts fucking shooting people and throwing droids against the wall. Like, oh man, I love that part. The Bad Batch definitely cannot contain themselves. No, they cannot. No. And I, I don't think they can help it either. I mean, they are programmed to be a little fucking off. Yeah. And and that's what makes them so special. It's like God, the, the I, want, I want Bad Batch figures so fucking bad. Like yeah. a four-piece box set. I don't care if it's Disney Park exclusive. Give it to us. Yeah. Please. Something. It took It took like 10 years to get all the name clones out from the clone wars i mean we just got commander fox like three months ago yeah i remember when we were talking about that on the on the show but i mean this one i feel like for this you have to have this the, like these things ready to go you know you knew that these you know clones were going to be your primary characters or at least some of your featured characters throughout this season so to not have them ready to go for production would be pretty foolish on their part but what do we know we don't you know who, yeah, we're who, just the fucking idiots that spend the money on this dumb shit. Yeah, so um, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a Disney Park exclusive at first because that's what they like to do now is like make things like, hey, you have to come spend $3,000 to go to Disney in order to buy these $25 figures. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm literally going to Disney next week uh, to die. Yeah, essentially. Bring some hand uh, sanitizer and buy yourself one of those little and, face and, masks. And gasoline. <laughs> and gasoline, yeah. Set yourself yeah, on like fire. I'm just going to fucking light my body on fire. Yeah. As soon as I walk out of Galaxy's Edge, if I don't just die there, I'm just going to walk out and light myself on fire. Because <laughs> it's going to happen. So, anyways, that, that episode's great. Episode three coming up. We did get a little bit of a preview. It's going to be called On the Wings of Kiradax. So it looks like uh, Anakin and the boys will be kind of teaming up with the Politex after all to combat the Techno Union. But um, that's coming up. It's just like I said, I mean, Nick and I, we, we were talking about this. You know, is, are these last 12 episodes, will it follow the formula of seasons past where, yeah, you may get a three episode arc and then it moves to a whole different time in the war, brand new story. I really well, don't think that episode they can do three that. is is continuing right on from two, and now yeah. we're we're talking three and nine, man. So you still thinking they may 
do a jump and just take us right to Coruscant, or could all this shit with Echo, the Techno Union, Bad Batch, what they're learning, possibly bring them back to Coruscant, and then we just continue on? I mean, that would be good storytelling if if they can somehow weave it together to where you don't need those jumps like you would typically have in a, in a uh, Clone Wars season. If you could say, like, you know, you wrap this up with, you know, with this planet, with the cure, you know, with what's going on with Echo, and then you can wrap it in and say, because we assume as well that, like, Admiral Trench has to go down. Or, you know, I don't think Watt Tambor is in the third movie. So like these, I feel like these two characters on the separatist side have to die somehow. And if they could wrap it to where you're, you're following along with the plot and you don't need like, okay, now we're jumping to Coruscant. Now we're jumping to Mandalore. Now we're doing all, you know, like we're making these leaps. I think it would be better. And I think that they could do it. They had a lot of time to make this season. So, um, yeah, it yeah. could, I, I mean, I, it could, I, I know these guys are kind of on their own, but just how they tapped in the Padme last week. I mean, they're only a, a hollow message away from, all right, let's get, let's consolidate our characters yeah, and, and really start winding the story down. And because, really, I mean, we haven't even gotten Ahsoka yet and we know she's going to be fucking huge. Yeah. At, at least in terms of how the mall on Mandalore plot thread is going to play out. Yeah, I mean, and, and look, even for that thread, you're going to have the ability for, for Ahsoka to reach out to Anakin. Like, if once Ahsoka sees, like, Maul there and they have their initial fight, she may call in Anakin and be like, hey, look, I know it's been a while and I know that well, I, I think great. I, I honestly think Anakin and them are probably going to almost mercenary hire Ahsoka to help on Mandalore. Could, yeah, could do that as well. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities with the way... Because I, I think we'll pick right up now. with Ahsoka where she's just farting around on Coruscant with that uh, other character we've seen in some of the trailers. And, uh, you know, the shit these guys are learning here may get them all back on Coruscant. And they're like, all right, we need someone that can do this, that has Jedi powers, but isn't tied to us. Covert style, booyah. Yeah. Ahsoka, let's find her. Let's do it. Give her some new blades. Here we go. Give her the 332nd. Paint those motherfucking orange things on their helmets. Rock and roll. It's going to be a good season, man. I like how these first two episodes have played out so far. I'm really impressed. So They're, they're so snappy, man. And for 24 minutes, like, let, let's not forget, there, there is, uh, I think, a, an episode of The Mandalorian at 28 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. There was The second one was fucking short. Cause like, yeah, with the, with the, with the oh, Suga, Suga. Yeah. I love those fucking guys. <laughs> so, tune they in. They go quick, man. They go quick. So, three, three will be here Friday. I'll do my little circle jerk there on YouTube with the Easter eggs and recap and review, which people still uh, don't really care too much about, at least the recap review. Uh, but I can't help myself doing it, so we'll, we'll keep going. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh this one kind of popped off over the weekend. Yes. Uh, I saw it Saturday, got mixed up in some family stuff. Couldn't cover it right away. Then my stump buddy that just likes to fucking push my buttons because he knows how to. He comes at me. He's like, see, I told you. You're so fucking stupid. I told you Palpatine was a clone. And I'm like, okay. Okay. All right. So what are we talking about? Well, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you probably know over the weekend at C2E2, 
uh, who was it, Del Rey, we were handing out early yeah. copies of the Rise of Skywalker novelization, yes. the fans, so naturally they were reading it and uploading major fucking... Spoilers. Spoilers, I guess, to the internet or Reddit. Yeah, yeah. big, big reveals is what yeah. we should say, yeah. So the big the big one here that, that kind of started the waterfall of, wow, hmm, that would have been cool to have in the movie, or, ooh, that sucked. But the big one we get here is it, they confirm, and, and this is one that I, I did not... I know there's people now, Nick, that, that find out that Palpatine was a clone. They're like, oh, shit, how the fuck could you not know that? You're so fucking stupid. It's like, really? Right, okay, so here we go. That's it. I mean, Palpatine wasn't a clone body. I, I, for one, did not think he was because if you're going to be in a clone body, why the fuck would you pick a, your, your same old piece of shit to the point where your hands are decaying? Yeah. Like, your, your flesh is coming apart. Like, if you can clone your fucking body or put your spirit into a clone body, why would you put it into something that is so fucked up that you're weakened by it and you're in a weakened state to the point where you need essentially attached to a robot arm with vials of jizz shot into your face? No, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Like, it wasn't very clear in the movie, like, or that some people could easily say, like, oh, yeah, he's definitely a clone. Like, like you were saying, if he was a clone, why not make clone body of fucking 17-year-old Palpatine? And yeah, then like, like, <laughs> like, like manly Sheev, you know, yeah. like, like fucking Peck Sheev. Uh, imagine Sheev doing what Kylo did in The Last Jedi and just wear pants. Yeah, like just anything, like anything other than this body, like this decrepit, like post- mace windu shocking yourself body like it's a weird move and i know that they had to do it because ian McDermott plays him and they don't want to make some other fucking person do it um by the way was matt smith in this movie well no that's what okay i was thinking i was like wait i remember matt smith was supposed to be in this motherfucker i wonder where he got cut but um because we probably were, when they're just like hey fuck it let's bring back palpatine call ian yeah, because we were talking about like what he could possibly be, and even after the Palpatine reveal, we were like, well, maybe he could be like the clone that Palpatine jumps into, or something. There like you that. go, and, and it would have looked a lot better, and still somewhat like Ian. Yeah, so who knows? But I mean, the, yeah, it's like it yeah, makes everyone's sense. getting out there on their high horses now. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like yeah, because let me tell you, if I'm gonna clone me. I'm going to clone me when I'm 75 years old and can barely walk and not clone me when I was 24 years old and shredded. Like, come on. That's, that's how everybody thinks, and, right? And before like, people are like, well, you know, maybe he only had resources for one thing. Well, well, if that's the case, what the fuck are all these acolytes and followers doing? You can't tell me their dead asses can't go get him shit? Yeah, and then also, like, if, he's, if, if they were using the cloning process that we know from previous movies from the prequels like you don't clone somebody into like the clone body is not like you take a 75 year old person's body and you just throw it in a tube like you grow the clone like the clone exactly. is grown so and then there's accelerated aging that comes so along so with you, it. you can have people going well, <laughs> well matt and nick you fucking idiots he just, you know, like Rex, their their bodies naturally age out. His clone body 
all these hundreds of years later is finally aged out. But I'm still going. Well, then just fucking make a new one. Like, what? What are we? What are we talking yeah. about? Also, if it, he can clone, why are we getting more? And yes, he had the shit to do it. He's fucking making clones of Snoke. So don't tell me he didn't have the fucking materials in the lab to clone shit. Yeah, yes, you saw Snoke looked all snows. fucked up too. I mean, maybe Palpatine just liked cloning fucked up bodies. Or maybe don't he sit just here and tell me it was it. obvious yeah. that he was a clone. To me, he looked like he was a Sith living in a fucking rotting body. Yeah, like if anything, if the clone thing, you know, given that it wasn't a clone, it was very plausible like that his body was like charred beyond recognition yeah and then they just they literally like i saw that shit and i was like oh man they've been restoring this body for 30 exactly. years that was, it was like know. a version of darth maul i mean it, it, you know he wasn't cut in half but he was essentially hooked into uh, a a robotic apparatus to make him live i mean it is another version of darth vader yeah, so, I mean, it's it was not completely obvious I was a clone. In fact, like, there's only 30-ish years between, um, you know, the end of ROTJ and the beginning of TFA-ish, 30-ish years. So, like, the fact that he couldn't have just, like, if they started growing the clone at that point, then if they didn't use any accelerated aging, the motherfucking clone body would only be 30 years old. So, like... There, it's very plausible. Well, even if they started before that, it, it yeah. still would have only been, what, another 20 years or so if he actually yeah, started it during something. the Clone Wars. And he looks exactly the same. That's what I was saying. Like He looks exactly <laughs> the same as he did after he got roasted during the Mace yeah. Windu fight. The, the, the eyes are all fucking milked yeah, out. Yeah, like it's, it looks just like him. And that's not how cloning works. Like You can't clone a body and just say, all right, we'll clone it. And then I wanted to look exactly how I looked after I got shocked half to death at the end of episode three. Like you, they would literally have to make the body and then shock it to the point to where it looked like that again. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so yeah, I, I don't mean, know, dude. It's just, I mean, it makes it, sense that it's a clone, but it's not. It wasn't the most obvious thing in the world that he was a clone. So, stunt buddy, if you're listening, eat a dick. <laughs> Oh, he lo- he's like, oh, you better, you better go out there and tell everyone that I knew it. I knew it. That's why I was like, I wrote his name in there and tagged him and shit. He was so proud of himself. It's like, yeah. good. I was like, good for you. What do you, what do you want? He's like, just admit you were wrong. I was like, okay, uh, I'm fucking wrong, dude. You, you never admit you're wrong. I'm fucking wrong. There you go. <laughs> Big fucking deal. Like, what do you want, a medal? So I sent him a little medal emoji. You should send him, get him one of the plastic, um, you know, a new hope medals from the end and send him one of those. Just put your right on it. <laughs> Fucking dildo. He loved it. He loved it. It's like, all right, good, good for you. You and I, but I've seen other people like, oh, why? I mean, why is this such a big deal? I obviously knew as a clone. It's like, okay, bro. Somebody was cut in half and fell down a, sh- a never ending shaft and he was still alive in his own body. Like, that's just. Anytime somebody is dead or thrown down a shaft in Star Wars, like I said on a previous episode, they're not motherfucking dead. And you, like, some dude's body was literally caught on fire from a volcano and they brought him back to life. So, like, let's just, you know, let's, let's live in the Star Wars pretend land where, like, it, it was very possible that he was not a clone. Um, 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, to me, it's just another thing that. It, it just 
cheapens or, or, or bungles up the Rise of Skywalker. And yeah, it I mean, keeps going here. So it's very easy. They could have fit this in so easily, dude. Like it, it wouldn't have taken five minutes. No, no, like no, yeah. So, I mean, any, any of the any of the shit that needed to be nuanced or detailed for some reason got glossed over, and now it's being covered in the book. I mean, another thing that that was a big revelation uh, revelation here is the fact that Ben and Ray's kiss was asexual. It wasn't out of non, love, non romantic. Yeah, there you, you go. Know. Asexual is, is that where yeah. like you can fuck yourself? A kiss of gratitude, acknowledgement <laughs> of their connection, celebration the, that they found the each other I at do? last. I don't the know. fuck is a isn't asexual where like you could I could essentially you know bone myself. A, mm, I don't, yeah, asexual I think that's what ase, asexual reproduction is a single single organism yeah, reproducing see? on its I own. I remember yes. some of my science <laughs> motherfucker. There you What's go. Up? I didn't yeah, so yeah. Um but yeah, so <laughs> one of the pages that was that was leaked Give by the people who got around. it. Um it kind of outlines the kiss and kind of the whole resurrection of ray and ben's death and in the line that matt was referring to is um it was basically like one paragraph it says his heart was full as ray reached out for his face let her fingers linger against his cheek and then wonder of wonders she leaned forward and kissed him a kiss of gratitude acknowledgement of their connection celebration that they'd found each other at last but then she drew back concern on his face uh, she could feel him growing cold. So, I mean, look, did Ray Carson come out and say, like, Ray Carson is the person who wrote this book. Did Ray Carson come out and say, no, Disney has confirmed that it was a non-romantic kiss. So, yes. But, I mean, like, even as I read this, I don't read it as a non-romantic kiss. It literally says celebration that they'd found each other at last. Like yeah, well, yeah. Well, then why does Disney come out and confirm it? It's weird. It's weird. It, it's it's a weird thing. I don't think that that. I mean, if you didn't want that, then why make it look like it was romantic? But then also, she they, she wrote it like it was romantic. Like, like literally, it says, "Let her fingers linger against his cheeks," and then wonder of wonders not like wondering like thinking <laughs> like literally a wonder like you're seeing something and it's oh she my god it's a wonder of the world <laughs> like she leaned and forward and kissed his him. tongue i think disney i don't know why they came out and said like oh it wasn't romantic like just leave it hang like it doesn't fucking matter if it's romantic or not like just just let it be well, it's like i said i mean the the, the pattern of bumble fucking this film just continues yeah and then, All the way up to the point where, you know, the, the home release is a week or two away. And we already know that's that's a fucking disaster in terms of the special features. So, yeah, this is par for the course at this point. I'm still holding out hope, but we'll see. I have to. I have to hope there always is a new hope. Um, and then the final, you know, big revelation slash leak from this novel is um, Ben's last words. Uh, you know, we, we essentially got no last words from Ben when he died. Like, they, you know, Ray came back, they looked at each other, smiled, kissed, and then bam, Ben was dead. Um, but in the book, it says that there is a, and I don't know why they couldn't have put this in here. Like, this would have been, and it, it also fucking references oh, yeah, just, Skywalker. No, do, do it like, uh, are you thinking kind of how Ben was used in A New Hope with Luke, right? Like, yeah. just, you get a voice. 
Exactly. You get a fucking voice. Just like every other Dead Force user can do. You get a voice. I will always be with you. Yes, that's what he says. I will always be with you. And then, you know, echoing Luke Skywalker, um, Ray follows and she says, she says, it says, she smiled, let the truth of it wash over her. And then she says, no one, no one's ever really gone. That's what Luke says to Leia at the end of TLJ. Like, that would have been a good moment. I just don't know why that was removed. Well, well like, clearly, we've, we've discovered that someone, something, some entity at Disney didn't want too many good things in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, I just don't understand. They want like, to save it for the fucking books and comic book. And look, <laughs> just for, for your, like, you know, what you, you know, people out there reading it, like, this book was written from a draft of the script and right and we're not that dumb we we do know in books yes you can go much deeper into exposition and what people are thinking but as nick has been pointing out some of the stuff we're talking about w- would not have required a a an in, intense uh, soliloquy uh, standing up there giving these 14 minute monologue type of shits right i mean yeah. these could have been little quick beats added to the shit we already saw yeah, literally could have been done. Like, that line right there, that's 40 seconds at most. <laughs> like, not even that. So I just don't understand why shit like that is not included. And then at the bottom of this thing, it also very much clarifies that Finn is Force-sensitive because he says the moment Ray came back to herself, Finn knew. And then he, he like, essentially yells to Chewie. He's like, Chewie, oh, yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. her. Like, so it clarifies, like... Finn's a fucking force user. He can feel that Ray is alive. Like, you know, so there's a lot of good shit in here. And look, if you hated Tross, you'll probably hate this. But like, if you are even a person who was a, a, a you know, a passerby fan of Tross, then I think that this book is going to give a lot of good context into things yeah, that could have been mean, added, should have been added. As, as a nerd, I'd like to like to read some of this stuff. I probably won't. I'll rely on these types of bozos to take pictures of pages and put it on Reddit for other bozos to comment <laughs> on. Here's the way that you can get Matt to read a book is you take one picture of a page Per day, per year, and then you can get it. He'll read oh, one page yeah, I a could, day. I could totally do that. And then he would read a 365-page book in, in one year. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Easily. So that's how you get Matt to read. <laughs> yeah. You just I mean, hide it behind a leak. You just say, like, that's a leak. It's a leak yeah, page. Hook me up. As long as it's on Reddit, uh, you know, slash Star Wars leaks, I'll read it. There we go. And we've got the formula figured out. That's one way to out. do it. I'm going to see if someone will start speaking to me through Reddit. <laughs> like just dropping stories that I can read before the mods come in and they're like, don't be stupid. This is we hate you. Yeah. Fucking Reddit dumb. mods are the best. Uh, yeah. They're, they're the cream of the crop when it comes to human beings is Reddit mods. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well that takes us to the end of our, of our, you know, set of stories for this God, week. You, I swear to God with each passing week, the more and more let down I am with the age of resistance in the end. I'm just like, I, I like, I, I'm not like, I enjoyed like, you're never going to get me 
to say that I didn't like Tross because I did. Like when I saw it for the fifth time in theaters, that, with that's my not girlfriend. what I'm saying though. I'm just saying, like, what ultimately you, you're telling me the way you felt back in whatever when we first started doing this 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah. yeah. Knowing what was on the horizon, George was no longer in control. All right. That uh, to me, that was kind of a positive. I mean, you know, I love the guy, but I also don't like the prequels. Disney was in control. JJ, this, that, the other thing, the story group. I, I really was like, oh my god, this is going to be fantastic. Like they are going to add three new layers of amazing lore to the Skywalker saga. It's just going to be out of this world. I mean, there's no way this can be fucked up. And here we are, 2020, and I'm telling you right now, in the end, it was fucked up. No, yeah, you're right. And, and the, as individually, a whole, each movie has great aspects. I mean, each movie, the movies are good films. Yeah. But the trilogy is not a good trilogy. No, I, I agree with you. But that's like, I more focus on what I've enjoyed about it than what is disappointing to me. So like, yeah. Well, yeah, you're not an asshole. <laughs> like, I agree hundred percent that there 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 were multiple balls dropped with this trilogy and that there should have been a cohesive narrative told between all three movies, not just between the first and the last one. So yes, I'm very disheartened by that and it, it does kind of suck. It's just a bummer because it's like you can't go back on this now. I mean it, it is what it is. Just like the prequels are what they are. You know, I wish the originals were, were still what they truly first were, but, you know, apparently those can be changed. But really, in terms of the Skywalker tale, it has been told at this point. Yeah. Or at least that, that's the fucking bed Disney was making for themselves. I mean, I'm sure they can always get out of it if they really wanted to, and none of us would give a shit. And then, look, the Skywalker's, you know, the Skywalker story is is going to live on still. I mean, there's going to be more TV series that are set in that time period. There's going to be more comic books and books and, and everything. Like the Skywalker timeline is not dead. The Skywalker timeline is just no longer the sole focus of the on-screen, big-screen right. movies. Well, so. I mean, the other bummer is is these three new characters, four new characters, outside of, of Kylo at this point, were all kind of shortchanged. Yeah, I mean, I mean I Finn. What, what the fuck? I mean, that that character literally started strong, blah, and then okay, there's potential, but blah blah. blah. Ryan shot that character. Like I will say, and look, you know, I'm not gonna hate on TLJ or get into fandom menace area, but like TLJ kind of shit on on Finn. Like that line for what? him was just so bad. Like that, I mean, like at the end, he had a really good moment where he was about to sacrifice himself to blow up the thing. Right. But like that, like the storyline post, like him leaving that ship was garbage. Yeah, like, it, it, it was it. odd. I mean, obviously the, the force stuff wasn't even addressed at all. I mean, there, there have been some people now that say if you watch the scene, uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> If you watch the scene at the very end where Ray lifts the rocks, yeah, it does seem like as Finn walks through, they They're literally parting. repel off of him as if his force energy is kind of blowing him out of his path, you know? 
Could be, yeah. I mean, I can, I, I do remember but that. Very, yeah. very. I mean, if anything, completely coincidence too. So yeah, I mean, it's all. Yeah, I mean, Finn, Finn is nothing. Poe was nothing. I mean, JJ tried to give him a sliver here in the end, like, oh yeah, he was just like Han Solo, basically. Uh, but I mean, Ray, come on, it, it, fuck Ray Palpatine. To me, it still just makes me cringe. It really didn't have much much of an arc whatsoever. So it is. It's, that, that's that's, that's the shit I'm talking like, about. That's what happens when you have these. When you don't have a cohesive narrative, when you oh, don't have course, like a, of course. Of course. a at least have like a this is like an established character arc. Like you don't even need everything written. You just have like. Here's Ray. Here's who she is. Get her there right. somehow. Right. I mean, there was that, and and we we always a lot of us tend to overlook just how tragic Carrie's passing was to the trilogy. Oh yeah, it it was a both was real a life and to the trilogy as a whole. It. I mean, not having a cohesive story, you're already, in my opinion, operating without one engine here. You know, you know, if you're on like a fucking dual engine plane, you're already fucking like, and then when Carrie fucking dies, there you go. Like, there's the other fucking engine. You're just fucking floating at that point. Yeah, it's like hoping to not crash and burn. Yeah, at that point, it's literally just like, can you land the plane without killing everybody on it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, and, and I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's a fucking bummer. It really is a bummer in the end. And I, I, I think we're all nuts forever thinking at least though. Well, hell I'll even put it into perspective. I'm sure the prequel people are sitting there going like, fuck, it's not even close to the prequels losers where, you know, you and I are like, nothing will ever touch the originals, but yeah. I, I just think we're always going to hold that standard and it's going to be near impossible, uh, but it shouldn't be. That's that's the fucking kicker. It shouldn't be. Yeah, and and look, you can say the same thing. And Star Wars isn't the only franchise to suffer from this, but the unique part about it is that it is one of the only franchises out there that has lived this long and told stories over this amount of time. Like, oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. look at look at Lord of the Rings, like. You have Lord of the Rings and then you have the Hobbit trilogy and it's the same thing where like OT Lord of the Rings is like untouchable and then you watch the Hobbit and you're like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah. Yep. And like it's the That's same. That's what I mean. A- expectations it, it, just even on a personal level will never be met again for anything. It's just like Matrix 4 could be God's work, but I still don't think it's going to hold a candle to the Matrix. Yeah. I just, I just don't. I mean, but, that's... Hey. I wrote a piece about that from like yeah, right no, before yeah. Tross released. I was like, right. "Look, it doesn't matter what this movie is." Well, guess what? No one, no one fucking listened to you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, because I'm doing it right now. I'm basically sitting here like, "Woe is me." Yeah, but I, I will say that like, regardless of the the entire trilogy as a whole. I still think that The Force Awakens is one of my top two Star Wars movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good one. I like that. I, I know it pisses people off when you say that, so keep saying it. I mean, if it pisses people off, that's totally fine. But then they also have to remember that Jason, his favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One. So it's another Disney Star Wars film. Jason Young, work more or less. Um, but I, I am not going to pull myself <coughs> away from the things that I like about it just because... It didn't. It didn't achieve what we thought that it could and that it probably should. 
Like I will never say that I dislike Tross because I watched Tross five times in the theaters and the fifth time I watched it, I still cried. And my girlfriend called me a little bitch because I was crying in the theater with her on my fifth time seeing it. Um, I like, <laughs> I love I, that. You really should. So we were kind of talking about this offline because next week I am going down to Florida for spring break. Yes, I still go on spring break at 40. That's just a, <laughs> one of the joys of my profession. Uh, but don't worry, I'll probably die. I'll probably get corona and I'll be fucking dead anyways. But <laughs> I, I'm not going to be around, so we, we're kind of you know, spitballing here. What, 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 what is Nick going to do? Is he going to do a solo? Is he going to look for someone to uh, special guests? Is he going to find another co-host? I mean, kick me the fuck out for good. You never know. But <laughs> he did mention he may try to drag his girlfriend on, who has just recently, within the past year, watched the film's fucking hated TLJ like to the point where Nick didn't even think he could get her to go to Tross. Uh, so I'm pulling for that angle. I think that'd be very interesting to listen to those two talk about Star Wars for an extended period of time. <laughs> if I can get her to do it, I'll, I'll see if I can convince that, her. That'd be fucking, I think that could be some fantastic yeah. radio if you know what I'm talking about. If there's a percentage chance of that happening, put it at 15%, but we'll see. Oh, it's, it's uh, low. It's All low. Right. Well, it's we, low. we can hold out hope. We'll see. You know. But um, but yeah, I mean, I like, I I like elements of it, and the things that I like about it, I really like about it. There are some yeah. things that I don't like about it, but that's like that's can be said about anything in life. Like you're not gonna of love course. something. Of course, I, I I like a lot of it too. Hell, I mean, I made the my my firstborn and probably only kid's middle name Ray. Yeah, and in so. the end, Ray's kind of like, all right, she. In my opinion, I did not like the way her arc finished. I think it was stupid, but whatever. You Ray know. Palpatine. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, just, just when when Adam Driver says that, I don't even say Kylo, I say Adam because I feel like it was really Adam, and he's a great actor, but he was just like, uh, Ray Palpatine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he probably read it and he's like, oh, this is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. So yeah, we'll get we'll get off of that. Sorry, didn't mean to kind of bum bum shit out and and, and take <laughs> our nice little pace we had going uh, off track. But that's what I do. That's why I get paid the big bucks on the show here. <laughs> All, All right. right, dude. So uh, we're we're moving on into everyone's favorite segment during a primetime version of the Star Wars Time Show, and, and that is the top five. But this week, because it is episode one, zero, zero, we're doing the top ten. That's right. My fat ass pulled double duty this week. Not only did I feature the shots on our Instagram, which, by the way, is at Star Wars Time Show, and if you want a chance to be featured on the show... Go ahead and tag us and hashtag us in your Star Wars art shots on the platform, and we'll see what we can do for you. But we're going to be doing a top ten, so I picked five, Nick picked five. We didn't have any overlaps, which is fantastic, or if yeah. we did, Nick didn't tell me, and he picked <laughs> some new ones. Nope, no uh, But overlap. before we do that, we're going to kind of roll into the, the the new little layer of this segment, and this is kind of what I'm going to call the, the fan mail. So this is either coming through on on facebook instagram whatever and just the interactions we're now getting on a weekly sometimes daily basis the greg i'm talking to you buddy <laughs> uh from the star wars time asshole community yes they are the pack of assholes they're lovingly calling themselves assholes still i mean they're a, a pride <laughs> of assholes if you will but uh we got a new one here 
And this comes via Facebook, right, Nick? And, yes. And we're thinking this guy's name is Reed, uh, R-E-A-D. I don't know. I guess we could call him Red yeah. Williamson, Reed Williamson. Anyways, uh, this guy kind of won me over with his <laughs> first ever interaction. This was last week. And just some of the capitalization he uses is, is fantastic. But his first message to us, and if you're a, a hardcore fan, you, you'll get it too. You'll understand why why Reed slash Red <laughs> digs the Star Wars time show. But here, here we go. And I'll kind of read it with the passion I think he, he might have had typing it. You fuckers are my favorite podcast to turn on as soon as the kids get dropped off at school. LOL! Been listening since the release of Tross on TuneIn app on my two-hour drive to work on the weekends. I get to release my inner asshole riding down I-40 to Wilmington, N.C. Subscribed, favorited y'all on TuneIn and Google Podcasts to try and help. How do I get to watch the vids on YouTube? Like you, my attention span isn't that great on that medium. Keep doing what you do, listening to the 226 episode as I type this. Thanks, guys. Tell the haters whiners to eat a bag of dicks. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a, oh man. Yeah, Reed uh. came out hot. And I love seeing that passion, man. It's just, I never thought in fucking uh, a thousand years we'd be able to inspire that level of it's fan fantastic. dedication that, that we see there. I mean, it's fucking it's fantastic. Awesome. Please, the, the rest of you, if you feel this way, interact with us. You know, we're not that big yet. We'll, we'll still talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even sometimes maybe even Nick will slide in there and be like, hey, what's up? You know, I'll take <laughs> care of you too. Every now and then I drop a, the occasional message. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Nick Nick is the man. So <laughs> you, get, you get Nick contact, you're doing something right. But uh, the last one we got here from Reed, this is another one. But uh, and don't get us in trouble here, buddy. All right. I'm not trying to you know, get, get booted off of iTunes and shit, but... <laughs> He's letting his 9- and 11-year-old boys listen now. <laughs> and he said, they loved it! <laughs> yes, they've heard language, and he say he's blaming it on their mom and grandma. See, there's reason to like read here. I like the way he works. Uh, the things you guys say, the theological aspects. That's a theological, like... That's mostly do- me. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Because I'm like, I, okay, I don't even know what the fuck that means. I thought that meant, like, religion and shit. It's semi, yes. Religion can be uh, a part of theology. Actually, right. religion is all of theology. But I don't yeah, know if we get I mean. religious like, on it. But I'm, we get f- philosophical is probably the best, the better way to put it. <laughs> no, either way, he thinks we're smart. So that's, yeah. that's pretty fucking sweet, too. But, yeah. uh, hey, man, we, we appreciate it, Reed. Uh, good looking out there on Facebook. He's He's probably one of our... Uh, first dedicated Facebook fans. So yes, you, exactly. You never know. I mean, we've we mainly even, been been calling our little pride of assholes from IG, but it seems uh, we got a little Facebook action here. Yeah, I mean, he even sent through some of his own, you know, like artwork, toy photography to us uh, through through Facebook. So, yeah, it was awesome. I love it. Yeah, Reed, not sure how to handle that because the way we work this, uh, people on Instagram will tag us or hashtag us kind of with their own creations or other people's stuff. Like here, I have no clue where these are coming from. But, hey, we we appreciate the enthusiasm. Uh, Keep it up. Try not to get us in trouble with the cops, you know, explicit, that type of shit. (laughs) Explicit language. Watch out. You never know what the fuck I'll say. (laughs) Uh, So, fuck. You know what I mean? 
Uh, so that was a fun one, Nick. Uh, we also got an update here from SWTBS Wild, Wild Wing. Wing. Uh, this is someone on IG that you've featured, I think, a few times in the top five. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, but this, I, I like this one here. So uh, thank you guys with a kiss. We love you too. <laughs> I just want to tell you that I enjoy every weekly episode of your podcast. It's my first only English-speaking podcast because I think uh, SWTBS is from Germany, which is fucking fantastic. I mean, we are now inter-fucking-national, international. my friend. Oh, yeah. International. Uh, the part I love the most is the top five, of course. Everyone <laughs> loves when we talk about them because you also featured my work twice last year. See, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. See, there We're we go. good with that. The first time I was so happy about that, I listened to this episode two or three times. I even showed it to my parents. See, oh, I love that man, shit. That's awesome. That is fucking awesome. So, I mean, there's a little bit more that I won't read at all. Yeah. But, hey, keep, keep this type of interaction up. Those of you that are kind of diehard, you listen. You want to interact through, I mean, if you want to send us fucking emails, you can do that through IG. You can do it through the website, starwarstime.net. Yep. You know what I mean? So hook it up. And then the, the last one I want to mention here, and this one was, was fantastic. This is from, uh, which, by the way, Nick, he has embraced fully. And that is uh, cryophotography that Nick dubbed the uh, Star Wars Time Show evangelist. Yes. <laughs> uh, like he's even, I think he's even made himself memes and shit in his IG story. But uh, he was the one to kick off one of the first uh, fan tributes for Nick and I hitting episode 100 on the show. Yeah. Uh, it was a great little stage shot he did. Uh, with some troopers <laughs> holding the sign that has our logo and the 100 on it. And then you got half-naked Luke I know. fucking tripping out on mushrooms in the background. It's, it's good stuff. It's good yeah, stuff. Boba and, and Ben Solo there rocking out. So uh, that was all fantastic. But r really, like we said in the past, this is a shit that really motivates Nick and I. Uh, you know, this, this is what puts lead in our pencils, as they used to say. <laughs> Uh, so keep it up. Contact us. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I do like kind of talking about this shit. And if you don't want me mentioning something on air, make sure to make that known <laughs> in the DMs because otherwise this shit is public. Yeah. Uh, last one is... here. Dude, we've been forgetting to bring this up, but this comes from Niels Veen. Yes. Also through Facebook, but he is pushing the uh, release, the JJ Cut change.org petition which i believe is less than two thousand away from hitting the ten thousand so yeah uh, if you're into that shit maybe nick will have the link for you in the postcast body shell of episode 100 yeah I'll, all right I'll buddy i'm gonna turn it over to you with the new and approved supercharged top 10 instagram star wars fan artist features of the motherfucking week top 10 yes top I mean, 10 the way that we're going to break it down, so I, ha I didn't mash all of our picks together, so I broke it down by my picks and then Matt's picks. So we'll just kind of go through like we usually do. But yeah, I mean, this is our, this is our special part of 100. You know, we... I didn't even know it was 100 until I saw, like, I was like, oh, look, we just put <laughs> out 99. That's what I mean. I was like, I was like Nick, uh, my plans for 100 were to have no plans for yeah. 100. <laughs> I was like... We were sitting there and we were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be 100. What do you want to do? I was like, I oh, would we'll just do a top 10 and you pick there five, you I That's pick five. That's how much was effort it. <laughs> we put into that. I mean, our fans that have paid tribute have put more effort yeah. into us hitting 100 than ourselves. So. I mean, because look, 
we could have sat here and we could have blew ourselves for an hour saying how awesome we are. And, <laughs> yeah, but you know, we're not. So. Like, we're like, look, we Move do along. this shit. Yeah. Move along. We're, we're 100 in, so we got 100 more and maybe 100 more after that, and we'll see how right. long this is. And, and you motherfuckers, you assholes, anyways, let us down in February. You know, I know there's a, a few less days, but we had an extra day. It was a, it was a leap year, for Christ's sake. <laughs> And we still had what, like three hundred less than January. So Not bad. We got you guys. We, hey, don't don't worry about <laughs> the number we're on. You guys worry about getting motherfuckers to tune in. We want to start hitting two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. Can we get a ten thousand <laughs> download month? That would be if we ever get a ten thousand download oh, month. Yeah, I'd we like get ten thousand download month. Our dicks are big at this point, and we can start swinging them, my friend. And yeah. we can start actually getting some opportunities, probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe get on stage at somewhere. Exactly, or, you know, like some, like the fucking podcast room at Celebration. Exhibitor or like passes that. to some shit, you know, yeah. something like that. But um, anyway. It's all up to you people. It's not up to us. It's not like we have to put out good content. You guys just have to fucking do everything. <laughs> yeah, no, you have no, to listen to the content. Do it. No matter how bad it Work is. Work for us, minions. Work. All right, so let's dive right into my my section of the top 10 this week. And, the, and my first up here is somebody who's been in the top 10 before. This is... I was going to pick this one. Aaron Barol. So you were going to pick... This, I mean, I... Love this shot. This is charming. Yep. The, the way you put it, what a charming little shot by Aaron Birol. E-R-I-M-B-I-R-O-L uh, on Instagram. And it is a scene recreation from A New Hope when R2-D2 shines the little his little light and then little bitty Princess Leia comes up and then young, ambitious Luke Skywalker is standing there watching this message come up. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Uh, it is a recreation of that scene, except it's using <laughs> I, n- Nendroid, Nendoroid figures. Yeah. Um, so have you ever little... seen these before, dude? Because I they, have. They, they make it for uh, like Nintendo characters. Uh, the, the Link Nendroid is is fucking adorable too. But yeah, yeah th- these things are as chibi as they get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen them before. I don't know if I've ever featured. I think I may have featured one Nendroid before. But this little chibi Luke is so cute, and the way that that Aaron Burrell was able to to really use some good post processing effects and add in that light from R two D two, make that that figure. Is that a little figure of Leia? I'm, uh, yes, I'm just I'm wondering if these if that R two is like a a one six scale R two like a Hot Toys because I. He's definitely not a a Black Series R two because those Nendroids are still about. They're a good size. I don't know. I doubt it. I, that looks like a larger R2. And that stand also looks like it could come from a 1-6 scale set. But the fuck do I know? It also yeah. could come from a one twelve scale set. So yeah. uh, I basically just said nothing helped. <laughs> Aaron Brol, if you're listening, let it, let us know how you set this up. Because I really do like this. How's that for a fucking jerk-off breakdown? Right you're now. like, I don't know what that stand is. I don't know what that R2 is. I don't know what that Leia is. So it's <laughs> like, hold on. Let me go to the, the only other person in this podcast that actually does this shit and ask him for his opinion 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I'm still going to talk like I know and just keep saying I don't know in various ways of saying I don't fucking know. It was good. It was a good yeah. breakdown of the shot. You always but... get some hot takes from you know, Haywood Pop. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I just thought it was a really, a really cute uh, I do shot. Too. I, I love, uh, as you said, the, the light beam there, but I also love it looks like he might have dodged up his face a bit there to lighten it, lighten to really it. put the focus on those eyes and... Uh, make it look like the, the the lights reflecting off the face. So yeah, uh, like I said, I know we uh, we didn't have any duplicates, which was uh, impressive. But I, I, this one, I was definitely waffling on should I include in my list or not. Yeah, I mean, in Aaron Burrell, he's he's been in the top five before, but it looks like his last three shots are all using these little Nendroid figures. Um, so go give him a follow. Um, absolutely fantastic photographer here, and he's he's he has some fun with his shots. Like one of his shots, as you scroll down a little bit, is is uh you know Grandmaster Yoda from the prequels jumping through the air and smacking Anakin on the head with his cane. So um, good stuff, good stuff, in, in, in here from Aaron Burrell. Doesn't Give, yeah, is it, it's this the one that does the boops like the boop yes, series? The nose, the nose boops, yeah. <laughs> You can see it with, with yeah. Palpatine and Ray. He's got one yeah, with Boba Yeah, that's perfect, and too. <laughs> like, like, look at him. He's just sitting there, and she she's touching his nose, and he's going, boop. Yeah. I, it's, and then yeah. He, he boops. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, I it. love it. All right. Oh, look, oh, you're right, man. Look at that Leia one. Well, that's going to get fucking featured. Yeah, that, that Leia one. The, the oh, most recent shit. picture that he, he threw up here is Actually, really Actually, I didn't even see it because he probably didn't fucking tag us. Oh, look at that. Aaron. Yeah. So you, gotta, you, you lose that right there. If you're listening, you learn from this, right? Tag, learn. Add Star Wars Time Show in your picks. Come on. And use the hashtag Star Wars Time Show. Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to hold picks. true on my, my Black Series band because when Jason was on, I was like, yo, you got to get fucking Black Series to actually start tagging. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's we'll go. see. We'll see if if he gets on the train. But go. our, our our balls are getting bigger now. You know, we can't just give more. handouts to get inching closer days. to five k every day. Oh, Greg's pushing it. That I motherfucker know. He, wants he's those got a hats every time. Um, <laughs> all right, next up in the in the top ten, my section of the top ten is from. I am drowning in the rain and I am drowning in the rain is a huge Raylo supporter. She is all about the Ray Kylo connection that could have would have been in Tross. But um this shot Do we know if it's a she? I mean, we know it's hard sometimes. It's hard, but her so the name is Taven, Taven? Astra and it says 29-year-old Canadian fan artist, please no reposts without credit. No problems there, Taven. We always give credit to the artists when we share something. She's got her own little, or they have their own red bubble. I can't tell if it's a if it's a guy or a girl, though. Honestly, I, I don't want to assume anybody's gender. Um, so they have this absolutely fantastic. <laughs> this is all vector, like digital painting, um, vector illustration from it's "I Am awesome. Drowning in the Rain," and it is. It is like a beautiful I, yeah, representation. It's almost style. looks like stained glass. Right, they they look real. Yes, but they look animated. It's uh, almost you know, like it's, cell it's shaded, like a comic book style, a little bit. Kind of yeah. like, to me, like Ray in particular reminds me of like a cell shaded. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm sorry, film. dude. I, I I'm sitting here all just going gaga through uh, the entire portfolio, looking at some of the new shots too. And it, it, there is a mix of styles going on here, but. 
yeah, the the one you picked, it definitely is more that animated kind of that yeah that cell shade pop, yeah, type of look. But, uh, I, it's it's just stunning stuff though. Oh yeah, but I mean you're right. If you go through some of the recent work that that I'm drowning in the rains put out, I mean a lot of Raylo stuff, and you're right. It's not always the cell shaded kind of feel to it. Like the most recent image actually looks very realistic in their faces. I mean, I don't know if she did some sort of like Photoshop manipulation with, with Adam Driver's face because it looks like those eyes could legitimately be Photoshopped in. Like they look very real. But even Ray's face looks very realistic. So, um, I mean, absolutely beautiful work. I am drowning in the rain, all one word. Uh, look her or him up on Instagram. So fantastic stuff. Uh, next Hell up, of a progression. Like I just scrolled uh, to the bottom of the feed. Yeah, just it's just it's it's crazy to see the growth of an artist. Till, yeah, up till now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a ton of and then Star Wars has always been kind of a, a focus for this person. Oh yeah, because you even going back to you know. Um, Rogue One with Cassian, yeah, and oh yeah, Jin oh yeah. And definitely the love, the love theme, yeah, is strong. Definitely big fan of of Marvel Disney properties as well because you got some Star Lord and Gamora there. You got some. It, I mean, this, this just this page proves practice pays off. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I've the, even seen that. Like I, I remember even when I first started doing toy photography. With a fucking phone, nonetheless. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good at this. <laughs> when I was doing the pop stuff, when I got the DSLR, I was like, oh, I'm good at this. And I, I've kept all my shots. Like, I, I have an archive. And I look at it sometimes. And like, <laughs> I just laugh. That's that's why, like, I'm glad we're doing the, the Nick seg. Or I think, uh, well, hell, well, it would be two episodes from now. Or it would be episode 102 when I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you should do another one where you find one of my old shots because I will. Yeah. some oh, of the yeah. old stuff, dude, it, it is, it's laughable. Oh yeah. There's, the, we're going to continue. And the, it, even the some of my current stuff, I'm getting better even now looking at shit that's even maybe at this point, five months old and going, nah, fuck it. That's like, all you, you've is. shot better than that. Now, yeah. dude, stop. Just yeah. say no game. to shitty shots. That's the game is it's constant improvement. And, and yeah. there it is. Um, all right, next up in the top 10, Captain oh, yeah. Ordo. At one, one of my personal favorite accounts on Instagram. Oh, I yeah. mean, with it, with over this past year, I, I think Sean's account is only a year old or so. Yeah, he's uh, very active, over 500 posts. Yeah, th- this dude posts a lot, but uh, the fucking work and the vision and the, and the posing Every shot this guy shares is pretty much I look at. I mean, just this like Haywood Pop, just as someone that else that, that dabbles in this stuff. And I just go, that looks fucking rad. And that's definitely something I would never even think about. Dude, like his his recent... So the shot that we're looking at now is of Rex from Clone Wars. And he's, you know, firing, you know, running through a, oh, it's a awesome. battlefield. Like, and yeah, just, like a door's blowing up and he's blasting yeah. at clankers. It's such a dynamic yeah. action shot. I mean, it it just it, it looks as badass as Rex is. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. And it's just everything about this shot's so well done. Just like the staging, like of the of the B1 battle droids in the foreground, having Rex as your main focus coming through this big blast that you mentioned and even catching those like 
you know, the little whatever, like the little sparks, the little pieces of fire and that really kind of give depth and character to the shot. I mean, beautiful, beautiful work. By yeah, uh, at CPT Zero RDO, definitely over the past few months has gotten into, you know, like I said, it's one of my personal accounts that I, I see every day. I've liked so many shots. IG finally realizes like, oh, maybe we should just fucking show this follower of his his new posts. So I, I typically get to see most of his new shots, but uh, he's definitely gotten more involved in the Photoshop stuff and it, it, it's paying off. Yeah. It's a guess. Like I should just learn that shit and get better and, and pre-plan shots out. But uh, then I look at, at CPT underscore zero RDO's work and just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll let him do it. I'll just keep doing my <laughs> basic shit. Yeah. I'll just keep doing the dumb shit. Like the one he posts today, the most recent one. I don't know oh if you my looked, God. Yeah. He's slicing fucking Vader is slicing Admiral Piet in, in half. Yeah. Like you can see like the, the, <laughs> like the melted yes. innards of Piet and like his half of his body's sloughing off. Like it's just fucking fantastic. That's what I mean. Like he, he started really dabbling in the Photoshop and it's just taking his shots that, which are already, uh, perfectly lit perfectly posed and now you're just upping it with all the extra vfx it's just a a fantastic account to follow if you're into star wars toy photography oh yeah 100 percent. so at cpt underscore zero r d o uh well worth the follow well worth the time and then Next up on the on the top ten is the shot that Matt already kind of broke down. This is from Cryo. This is oh the, no, this is the one. I feel one. like I just spoiled it. <laughs> no, no, you didn't know. Matt is very good at not looking at any of the yeah, shots. Yeah, I, I, I like I like being surprised by the top five just as much as you fans out there. Yeah, I know I see the names because I you know I'm typically operating the IG, but I, I'd never like seeing the shots he picked because I like figuring out okay. Out of all the shit I've laid out there during my mornings, laying in bed, farting, and smelling my own gas, <laughs> which shots did Nick go with? Yeah. and uh, So I feel like I stole a little thunder here from no, I mean, Cry- Cryo's uh, homage piece. Yeah, so he, he makes the top 10 with his 100th episode tribute piece. <laughs> and, and really the reason I picked it is because of the creativity and not just that, but the execution, like the, like you were calling out, Matt, all of the little details that cryo fits in there. I, I didn't say that you see their little iPhones. Yes. I've, I'm looking the, the at troopers. that now. Like I, I'm, I'm, you got one of them in the back. That's got the red iPhone. You got the two next to the IG 88 that have the, the white <laughs> and the green iPhones. I mean, Kylo doing full splits. Yes. Yeah. I love the Kylo. That's the, that may be the one thing that got me here on this one was like the Kylo <laughs> pose. I was like, dude, that yeah, he's is like, he's sick. trying so hard to stand out. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to be the fucking center of attention. Yeah. In this. But Boba's behind them trying to compete, doing some air guitar. Yeah. But still my, my favorite is literally <laughs> to me, mushroom Luke over here. <laughs> like the guy is deep in a fucking trip. Yeah, and he he I, right now I I can hear him. He's like, "Fuck Obi Wan, I can't see anymore, man. I swear to God, I can't fucking see, dude. I can't see. I think my eyes have fucking fell out." And everyone's just like, "Hey, is anyone gonna tell him the fucking blast shields, shields down? down?" Yeah, <laughs> man. So, uh, it, I love yeah, I just too. I love these types of setups. First off, because I know they're fucking paying the ass. Like, uh, 
Cryo's good at the Photoshop game, so I don't know if he individually, like, rotoscoped every one of these fuckers in or if he actually did get them all to stand up. Uh, but if he did, very impressive. Uh, yeah. Very impressive. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful shot. And then to cap it all off, you have the, the Star Wars Time logo with the 100 next to it being held up by the, you know, the Stormtroopers and then IG. I mean, it is, it's a beautiful job. And it was like, this is like Matt put in the caption, like shit like this. When we see shit like this, it's just like, it, it validates the, the things that we do. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, me personally, I finally feel like Nick and I just aren't talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, like we actually have, and that's what it felt like for fucking what three, four years. <laughs> yeah, for a while when we, we, were, when we like, were on EB, we weren't really branded as a Star Wars podcast, and you know we didn't really push it that way. So that's kind of why we decided. You know, I mean, EB literally, I think, dies. It, no, it dies Friday. I mean, 10 years I ran that fucker. And I'm, I'm letting it just, it's on life support now, but that, that plug's getting pulled Friday. But, you know, we, we've done this, and I think it's finally fucking paying off. Yeah, we, we found our slice of the internet, it seems. And we, uh, I we mean, really, we just, we need more of these people like yeah. Reeds and, and the Greggs and, and the Spencers, the, the, the Scions, the... The rust belts, like the the daily or the weekly people that interact, talk about it, and, and somehow convince other assholes to join in. Yeah. So, um, again, it's a beautiful shot here by Cryo C H R Y O Photography on Instagram. Beautiful, beautiful job, and thank you, thank you very much for the tribute. Um, next up is uh, is actually somebody that I haven't featured before, but was featured by Jared. And then I also was brought up by Jason in his interview, uh, Work More or Less. Uh, this is at Mint Complete on, on Instagram. And this shit doesn't even look like toys. Like, this just looks like real ass life. Like, I don't. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, Mint Complete is the motherfucking composite master. Yeah. And so what we see here is we have a TIE fighter that's running away from a tent what 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 ship is this what is what's the x-wing that we see here in the foreground that's that's pose okay so that's the orange x-wing i was wondering because i was like okay i know that there's an orange x-wing but i just didn't know if it was pose um so yeah so we have pose x-wing chasing down a a tie fighter and it is composited over like beautiful mountainscape and you have like beautiful clouds just like the way that he was able to take this shot edit it and put it into the surrounding that we see it was it's just remarkable and then the the post-processing effects with adding like i don't know are those actual lights that he has in the engines on that ship <laughs> oh no that's all done in photoshop wow okay that's incredible because yeah, that's either like bringing in uh, some overlay effects actual images that are designed to look like flares and whatnot and you just kind of blend them okay but yeah. yeah i mean honestly it, Sometimes he shows BTS, but these probably were sitting on a fucking table That's with maybe a, a whiteboard or a blackboard in front of it, if anything. And he just took the shot, got in Photoshop, did the little uh, detailed selection tool where he's literally creating little dots against the edges to cut them out and then blasts them on top of this and blends it all together. I mean, it just the compositing work here is, is disgustingly good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you can kind of scroll down Mint's 
you know, feed and, and all of his shit. It's ridiculous, like dude. Like, I mean, they look like fucking paintings at sometimes. I mean, that, that's the other thing. It's not just that he takes images of toys and then puts them on a background. I mean, anyone could do that. It's the fact that he gets him to blend in with the light and the surroundings and the environment to look like they're actually there. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's... One that he has that that was like a dragon from Game of Thrones that is just fucking mind blowing. He put it out in November of last year, but like man, this this guy is just an absolute master of of what he does with these composition shots. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, you're beautiful. right. I mean, Jason and I just we just talked about his Vader and Ahsoka duel, which is just disgusting. Yeah, I mean, because I know what those figures look like in hand, and and what he does is just it's out of this world. It's just a it's another uh, kind of an advertisement for learn Photoshop. <laughs> another another thing that Matt has to keep in the back of his head every night. Not day. saying that I could do this type of stuff, but because Photoshop is the end-all, be-all, there are tutorials for this type of stuff. And yes, over time with the practice and you learn your own tricks, you could end up being someone like a Mint Complete. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's beautiful to look at his, his feet. It so, is. It's, so. it's ridiculous. I mean, Go again, I, I look at my iPad and some of the shots I just edited and I'm embarrassed. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> Go give what him a am I doing? At Mint Complete on Instagram. And that is the end of the Nick segment of the Oh, yeah. 10. Here we go. Bringing on Matt's top five. Get some. Oh, this is scary. I've never, I've never done. You've this never, before. yeah, you've never. Had Maybe like since the first one, I think we tried to do it, and we were just like, "Yo, fuck this. You, you do it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was weird. I was like, "Oh, it's just, I'll own it." All right. So I'm starting out with a recent shot, and this one is just to me, uh, it's just it's such a clean and crispy, right? Yes. And, you know, we've taught Nick over the year here what that means. It's clean and crispy shot of a bandai model kit uh, phase one clone trooper from one at visual force uh it's just uh, it looks like i mean it's almost like a a a product feature you know like bandai paid this mm-hmm. guy to like yo take a shot of this model to show people what it could look like yeah i mean is this so the way that this is set up, is this just like a, a standard dio of like, is this like a, a ship? Is this like a lander ship No, that's dio? that's one. That's that cock-sucking oh, diorama that I've talked about that <laughs> like makes your, your thumbs go numb and bleed and shit, and people usually end up smashing them. Yeah, yeah. Well, Visual Force did not smash this one, and it's, yeah. It's a no, but I, I'm part. pretty sure he's like me, and once he got it in this build, he's never broken it down. Yeah, just glued it together. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I mean, mine, I will never change it. Like, I just, I don't give a fuck. And then you got people like Papa P and his brother, remember the clones that uh, like crank out new configurations every week. Yeah. They're just, so, you know, more, more power to them. I mean, I guess they're just not being. pussies like me, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, Austin shot this, this trooper, man. Again, just, you know, it's a nice basic pose there that, you know, nothing do it's, the clones is not doing anything special, but it's just how crisp Visual Force shoots it. The lighting, it, it just it just makes the figure look so badass. Plus, 
I believe the paint job would be all Visual Force as well. I was going to say, it, is that custom? That looks custom. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a model kit, so he, he builds it and then paints it. There you uh, go. And that's the beauty, man. I mean, sometimes, you know me, I love simple shots. That's how I, I tend to do this hobby. Uh, but sometimes it's hard to make those really pop, and this one just fucking pops. It's that black and white contrast on the suit and then how the lighting in the background kind of makes it stand out and just makes it crystal clear. Yeah, yeah, beautiful shot. So at Visual Force on that one, uh, good follow for looking at some custom clones. He's got some uh, 500 first that look fucking sweet too. This shot you got here is very interesting. I liked it. I liked it when I first saw it. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> you know me. I'm I'm always down for some weird stuff, like di- different takes on Star Wars. Uh, so this one comes to us from Pepito Carnvalja. Carnvalja, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And what it is, it is a shot of farm boy Luke wearing straight up his, you know farm boy sun hat with goggles uh but uh, pepito has he's got him like holding a mandolin or something you know, yeah kind of like a, a guitar type of deal and, and the pose is so perfect and, and the lighting is also excellent and it, it does look like luke is sitting there uh just strumming a guitar singing away on a on a tattooing evening yeah, dude, that's what I was going to say is like the way that the light is, is shown on him, it almost looks like he's like on stage at like a dive bar just like by himself. There's three people sitting in the bar with him and he's just got this 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 purple light kind of as his spotlight and he's just sitting there plucking away. I mean, I, I really do like the the overall kind of feel of this shot. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, so, I, I mean, again, this is a tiny little figure. This guy's no bigger than, than six inches. So I, I love the, the scale he presents it at, the, how pulled in the shot is. Uh, the pose, usually these guys aren't easy to move around. And just, uh, I mean, the lighting, as you said, I mean, he could be hanging out in a club in most Eisley, or he could be outside at a, a twin sun sunset. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, it's just, it's a fantastic shot. I mean, it just it definitely caught my eye when I was scrolling through. Uh, th- this would be one of those cases where I probably either cryo tag this for us, uh, or maybe I found it, or or someone told them because this was an instant find and feature. Nice. And because Nick graced me with his powers of the top five. <laughs> I was he, able to pick it to feature. He hashtagged but. Exclude Collective, so maybe you caught it there too. All right, yeah. And I see a delete mark in his original tags, which means I probably wiped out ours. So maybe, oh. maybe found out from somewhere. So <laughs> uh, again, I just told another fucking lie, but that's how I roll. You got to watch out for me. That's why Nick's here again. You know what I mean? <laughs> there we go. Uh, but anyways, this is at P-E-P-I-T-O-C-A-R-N-V-A-L-J. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. This this next one is mind-blowing. Yeah, this thing right here, all right, this is a Shooting the Galaxy. Shooting the Galaxy, I think this is probably third or fourth top five. Definitely mm. up there Oh yeah. Uh, with, with the Papa P's and the other recurring guests, like our boy Everything. But this shot of, this is a, Nick, this, I'll, I'll set some background here. This is a Mythos Fett. 
Okay. Uh, so kind of like my Mythos Obi-Wan, where, you know, th- this either came from comics or legend or whatnot. So it's a version of Boba Fett, which is why you see him looking more like a vagabond, more like a a, a migrant. You know, he's got that long-ass rifle. He's got uh, rags all over it and this, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, outside of the figure just being fantastic, what really stands out here is the practical use of a smoke bomb. Yeah. Uh, which I've used in the past. I love using them. I, I have a shot, or, or f- not a shot, but an effect similar to this with, uh, I, I think, my TLJ Luke, where you literally, you just kind of let the smoke bomb almost hover right under this, the, the, the figure. And it will create this thick, chalky smoke, as you can see in this shot, Nick. It it just provides for if you get the wind going the right way and it doesn't completely cover the character's face and body, it really prof- uh, provides for a menacing-looking shot. Yeah, and that's exactly what this is. Like the way that that shooting the galaxy has, you know, the the rifle position, the the grip on the gun, the the direction that that the face is looking and just the overall posing of this mythos fat figure is insanely good i mean it looks like he's like walking through a battlefield and jesus man it just looks so realistic like i wish that there was a boba fett movie that had this fucking scene in it i don't even know what's happening in this scene but I wish that it existed. Well, yeah. Hey, how about this is his uh, this is his debut on screen in Mandalorian. Oh God, yeah. I mean, that'd be fucking. You know what <laughs> I mean? I mean, why not? Let's make him look like this. So he's a little changed up. He's he's kind of got the nomad look going. Yeah. Mad Max style. Mad Max fat. Dude. Yeah. I I would be one hundred percent. It's a great. Fit. I'm looking at this now, going like, man, I wish I, I got this one. It looks but fantastic. I already have I have a six scale FET with multiple helmets concept this that and the other thing. It's like enough's enough. <laughs> there it is. Enough. Right, anyways, that is at shooting the galaxy a a top notch first class follow for Star Wars toy photography. Hell, toy art at this point. Absolutely. Okay, moving on. Uh, Lizzie at Force of Light. I love this shot, dude. This is a just a very well done, what I'd call setup slash scene. Again, using the uh, Nova Revol finger buster dio in some sort of configuration. <laughs> uh, but she's got Wolf there as the main focus, but behind him you can also see Grease in this almost locker room type of setting. Yep. Fox is there. Rex is there. And it, it's almost like you know, Wolf is is walking off, and, and she's referencing the thread of Fives and Tup, and you know, Tup's the one whereas Chip went bad, and Fives knew it, and they essentially took him out too. Uh, it's just it's a it's an excellent it's an excellent looking scene. Like it's very well composed. I love the focus points. I love how Rex's helmet is in focus, but yeah. so is all of Wolf's body. So your eye has uh, great places to go, especially if you play by the rule of thirds. Uh, it's just it's an excellent shot from at Force of Light here. Yeah, I mean you can, like you said, you can kind of feel the scene in this, the way that you know she set it up, and then the the caption that she put in, kind of the conversation that's going on between all the troopers. I mean, it is one of those things where you can like you you look at it and you can read the emotion in the characters, and you can see 
the types of things that would be happening in a scene like this. So it was really, really well done. Oh, yeah. I mean, just look how important posing is truly and why I'll never go beyond what I am. <laughs> because I, I mean on fox his his body suggests he's he's defeated right he's slouching yeah okay? he, you can tell he's depressed wolf i mean he does have a good face for this but you know he's walking off kind of almost also just bummed out but almost angry yeah rex is going like dudes you know what are we gonna do i mean he's he's incredulous like what the fuck's going on yeah and again gree in the back he's down like fox i mean he's he's so bummed out he can't stand up either so it's just a it's a well thought out scene it really is i mean it it could almost be a storyboard yeah yeah beautiful job you know that that's what makes a a top quality toy shot Yes. My friends, you know, that, that's what we're trying to do. That's what we do in the segment. We try to show you what constitutes quality Star Wars art. And for the most part, Star Wars toy photography. At force underscore of underscore light on Instagram. Beautiful, beautiful. Underscore boom. Boom. Yo. Oh, speaking of boom. All right. Here. So, oh, man, here it is. <laughs> it, it, it had to happen. I mean, I, I could not turn this one down again. When Nick gave me the powers that he vested in me by the almighty SWTS broadcasting system to pick top five. When I saw this composition from yes. at Baron's Black Series. First off, I was like, you know, this guy is a diehard Star Wars Time Show fan <laughs> because he is demented. He asked it, us which figures we wanted. Yes, <laughs> he's been planning this. Like, <laughs> I mean, there a lot of thought went into this yeah. shot. So I'll set it up as as we as I detail it out. But uh, I mean, just as soon as I saw, it, I was like, all right, this guy listens to the show. He gets the sense of humor. He gets the 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 depravity. <laughs> He gets that, you know, Matt is a lunatic and probably shouldn't say what he says on the hot mic. But anyways, what Spencer did here to, you know, get get his odds increased of making a top five. And it worked. <laughs> kind of like what, what, what Greg does, Star Wars Black Series. Another fantastic shot by Greg, by the way, where he sets up a a fully customized printed out layer for the assholes. I mean, we love you, buddy, but you were just on, you know, be fair. You got to share. And that's why Baron's up here for his scene paying tribute to the show. And it really is Nick. Cause what do we see there? We have some troopers two in particular. Yep. That have their hands up and their hips thrusted forward <laughs> as Baron's custom screaming trooper, which is fantastic, by the way. It's a trooper where you can see, you know, his helmet's peeled back and he has this look, this scream <laughs> that just evokes feelings of terror. And his hands are, are placed very precariously oh to suggest that he is giving what we have <laughs> said on the show that could help you get into the top five. A Star Wars time show reach around, my friends. <laughs> Look at this. I mean, it, it, this guy literally yeah. depicted a stormtrooper giving two other stormtroopers fucking handies. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and what, what really, you know, also enhances it, if you look in, in the background kind of out of focus... <laughs> These other troopers are, are kind of looking like, oh, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, 
like you know trooper fucking matt and trooper fucking nick <laughs> they got the rookie doing some really weird shit right now uh for for a prank or whatnot so uh, yeah i mean spencer you're fucked up <laughs> you're fucked up but that's why we love you i mean th- this is fantastic you, you definitely are a a super fan of the star wars time show we appreciate that we appreciate the thought the dedication the execution to depict a stormtrooper jerking off two other <laughs> stormtroopers this i will say that this uh w- would have been in my top five as well so that you were going to get covered no matter what there, Spence. So <laughs> uh, it is. It, <laughs> what a shot to close out the top 10 of the 100th episode of Star Wars Time on. Is that that beautiful piece there by at Barron's Black Series, B-A-R-R-O-N-S, Black like, Series on this. We really have attracted some fucking weirdos. Some, but, some I mean, I guess. Degenerates, some people, yeah, you know. The scum. Like, like-minded people will come together. True, we, we are, we are as Obi Wan said, a what a hive of scum and villainy. Indeed. Essentially, indeed, we are. Yes, we that, are. That is, that those are the assholes of the Star Wars Time <laughs> Show. But hey, that 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 as Nick said, that wraps kind of the the fan celebration segment. One hundred, woohoo, yay! All right, we got through it. We'll be on the 101, or at least Nick will be, or, or some form or fashion. You never know. Let's root for Taylor coming on the show. I think it'd be fantastic to hear what they get into. But for now, I'm going to say goodbye. That's right. Matt will be tuning out. That is at Haywood Pop. I'll be out of 101 if Nick gets it down there, uh, lays down some vocals. So uh, enjoy. I'll be heading down to Galaxy's Edge for the first time. Finally, I know. I'm a loser, super fan that's just now getting down there. Uh, but I wanted to wait until there was a severe chance of a pandemic before I went because uh, it could increase my chances of not waiting in long lines and shit. You never know, right, Nick? I mean, I'm trying to put a, a positive spin on all this nonsense going on right before I head off to a international theme park. I feel great. Can't wait. I will probably erode a few layers of skin on my hands, but we got to do it right. Galaxy's Edge, here we go. But it's time to say goodbye. I'll miss you all, but I'll be back for episode 102. But until then, you know what to do. Get on over to StarWarsTime.net, please. I know, we're losers. We couldn't afford .com. Don't make fun of us. It's .net, StarWarsTime.net. That's all you need to know, though. You can get there. That's how you share it with your friends, your aunties, your uncles, the old people, the people with Corona, right? They, they need something to do in quarantine. Give them our dumb asses to listen to. StarWarsTime.net. Subscribe to podcasts. We've got a platform. Speaking of which, whatever platform you pick when you're on there to help us out, you don't have to give us actual depictions of handies. But you can go on your platform of choice and leave a rating, a review, a like, a comment, a share. It's the same thing as a reach around to Nick and I, all right? That's all we ask for. No handouts, at least not yet. I'm, you know, I'm never going to rule that out. You never know how low Nick and I will go. But we need you to help, so spread the word, all right? There's always time for Star Wars time. You know that. Keep it up. Say it a few times in public. See what people do. If they look at you funny, fuck them. There's always time for Star Wars time. And remember, 
if you listen to the Star Wars Time Show. The Force will be with you always. (laughs) 